Hold on to your mug. We're in for a wild night. world welcome 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 everybody to another episode of born to be wild a wild exclusive hearthstone podcast where we have fun hanging out with friends talking about the wild format of hearthstone and spotlighting members of the wild community i'm your host as always nate wolf it is good to be back on another beautiful slightly overcast friday evening here in portland oregon and as always joined by two of my favorite people hydralisk how are you doing tonight I am doing awesome. I'm coming at you guys from the greater Vancouver area, and it's not exactly the nicest day, but I'm enjoying it. It's nice and cool out. Didn't have to sweat through the day, and I don't have to run my air conditioning in the background and try to mask it for the show. So that's great. Love it. Love <laughs> it. And uh, of course, Electric Sheep City, how you doing tonight? Meowdy, I'm doing all right. The work week is finally at a close. And I'm ready to hang out with some friends and chat about the game that we all know and love. Very, very cool. Well, hey, y'all, we are joined by a very special guest tonight, relatively new player and uh, the significant other of a good friend of ours. Welcome to the show, Schmoopy Mommy. <laughs> How are you doing tonight? I'm well. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm absolutely. very excited. Yes. <laughs> it's a blast. I we. Okay, so when when Schmoopy Daddy came on the show, like we could not keep a straight face calling him that for like two hours. <laughs> <laughs> <And it's> just... <laughs> I can't either, so I'm with you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he told us the the story that Schmoopy is was was kind of the the pet, like the the nickname, right of your of your child, and then so when he came up with his username, it was Schmoopy Daddy. And so then naturally we have Schmoopy Mommy. It's great. It's great. I love the theme. It's it's very nice. <laughs> yes, thank you. I, I said if I was going to make a Hearthstone account, like this was the only name that would that would work. And I, I was really hoping to make it and just like cue into him one day. And then I realized that that's like really hard to do. Um, mm -hmm. But it was still fun. So Schmoopy Mommy it is. That's great. I love it. I love it. Um. One of the things that we uh, do with everybody when we have a guest on the show is just a, kind of a brief introduction for people who, um, you know, don't know you yet. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, just as much or as little as you're willing to share, but kind of like, hey, how did, especially as a newer player, like, how did you get into the game and, you know, what, what got you into Hearthstone, I guess, and, uh, you know, any anything else sort of background that you're willing to share? So, um... I do tend to talk a lot, so feel free to, you know, cut me off at any point. And I'm not particularly shy, so also fine with whatever questions. But um, in terms of how I started on Hearthstone and, um, you know, I, the, the whole drive was behind Schmoopy Daddy. So, you know, we, are, we have two kids. Um, and we just had our second a few months ago. And our, our older one is, is about three and a half. And Schmoopy Daddy is on his phone playing these games and he'll multitask and he'll do stuff. And I see him playing them. Um, a friend of ours, Neon Heron, will, they'll, they'll chat about it on the phone. Cause when he'll talk to me about it, I was like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, this is another language. I'm confused. I'm trying to make breakfast. I don't, I don't know what's happening. So, um, 
you know, after seeing him play this for a really long time, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play and I'm gonna, I'm gonna see what this is all about. So I just signed up kind of like on a whim. And um, he was really excited about it. And, um, and then I started playing and there was a lot of like, um, confusion, because I didn't know what I was doing. (laughs) Um, So, you know, that was that was how I got started with it. I just it was about a month ago. So you're like a month and two days into my, my playing career, so to speak. And um, I, I multitask when I do it. So like, I'm like making breakfast for the kids and like playing a game. So um, I've learned a lot, like you're not supposed to rope people, but I'm like, but I'm, I'm making breakfast. I'm not trying <laughs> to rope you. I, I don't mean to be rude. Um, so, um, so the knowledge, the knowledge bank has gotten pretty vast, but um, that, that's how I've gotten into it. So you know, again, I'm, I'm happy to share anything else about myself. I, I mentioned earlier, I'm a teacher, I'm a high school teacher. Um, I teach biology. Um, so we're, you know, a family of, of teachers and cool. apparently Hearthstone players. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so much fun, and congratulations uh, on on the birth yeah. of of your second. That's so exciting. I yeah, remember- she's a, she's a really easy baby. My our first was not as easy, and I don't know if that's because we were new parents or what. But she's she's much easier than our first. That's cool. Yeah, we got lucky with ours. I think our son was like was sleeping through the night really really early, and and uh, just a. I don't know. So easy. It's, it's nice. Well, yeah, that's exciting. Um, do you, do you play any other games or was this kind of a first for you? This was the first like card game. I know there's an actual term for what kind of game this is, but, um, you'll, you'll see that I, I'm not great on all the terminology. Um, I grew up playing things like Mario and Donkey Kong and, um, in younger years I played the Sims a lot, but this was the first of this kind. And I found that, you know, getting older and having a job and having the kids, like I really don't play as much as I used to. Um, and that was another appeal to this was I could see my husband playing on his phone and he could kind of like, you know, play quickly and do something. And I was like, you know what, why not try it out and see if it's something that I can game and also like do life things. So hmm. They have made it pretty convenient. I think when we all started, it was, it was on the computer only. And then over time it's transitioned to mobile on the phone and on iPads and stuff like that. So it's gotten a little bit easier. Sheep over here is the like consistently (laughs) hits legend on lunch break, legend in the bathtub, legend did like, that's the ongoing joke. You're going to take it, your phone jogging with you sometime and like, hit legend and then fall into a, like a ditch on the side of the road or something. <laughs> that's that's how I always feel about blister guy when he's doing his walk to work thing and you hear him like playing a game and he's like oh oh there's a car gotta stop like oh my gosh oh. <laughs> yeah that, that's one thing i never do is like playing while walking that just seems dangerous dangerous no. yeah playing while in the tub all like you can drop your phone in the tub as long yeah. as but There's my lot- phone is water resistant, so I've put that to the test once or twice already. Jeez. <laughs> oh, as, as long as you don't play while you're driving, it's good. I, I also remember, don't do that. I remember when, yeah, when our son was little, like I was playing a lot of Mass Effect at the time, and he would nap like during the day, and it was like I just hold him in one hand and hold the controller in the other hand, and get that's like get the video game time in when you can because. There was not much sleeping happening. No, yeah. it's 
it's been four months of, of not sleeping through the night. And I don't know if this is TMI, but like I'm playing cause like I'm nursing her and I sit and I nurse her a lot of the day. Like that's a lot of my time. Um, and I can do that. And the same thing when she like falls asleep and takes a nap on me, I'm like, all right, let me just sit here and, you know, play some games. Um, cause like I have a hand free, so why not? But, um, it's, you know, it's nice to have something like that. And it's especially nice to have it like be something that I'm sending Shmoopy daddy like screenshots and talking to him about it. And it's something that I can now relate to him about where like before I was like, I, he would tell me like, he'd tell me about something, but I, I had no concept of what the words meant. So I was like, that's great, honey. Good job. <laughs> I got nothing. Sorry. Oh. I have, I have learned I have learned over over the past year or so, like I'll I'll hit legend and 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 you know typically we'd like tweet it out and my wife would ask me like she's like why did you you tweeted it out before you told me like I had to read about it on Twitter <laughs> and so now I run downstairs I hit legend I hit legend and then I'll go send my tweet it's <laughs> yeah it's I that's hilarious I feel like the three of us have the a similar situation where we could explain all this hearthstone stuff to our wives and they're kind of like good job <laughs> like don't know what that means my wife just so knows. proud of you like, uh -huh. my wife knows when i draw patches it's bad she knows that uh -huh. <laughs> bane <laughs> of my existence <laughs> right right uh, L from the other room that I drew patches and I'm so <laughs> mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. Um, my so, wife is the uh, unfortunate uh, beneficiary of much uh, excited uh, uh, dribble about Hearthstone. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's great. Hey, so let me ask you from a new player experience. Um, how did you, I, I mean, just from the get-go, did you, there, there's all these like tutorial there, I guess there's a tutorial when you start and then there's all of these like apprentice ranks. Did you, um, did you go through those or did you skip them? Went through them a little bit. So I, I mostly spend time in the mage apprentice ranks and I like in the tutorial, the games where I could play, not like against the computer. And that was how I got like any kind of footing. Um, but I didn't feel like things were necessarily explained because there were things happening, like really simple things that now I look back and I'm like, wow, that's, you know, I probably should have figured that out sooner. Um, but, and like, I'm sure people watching this are going to be like, really? But I didn't know that the button didn't have to turn green. Like I started the game and was like, do I have to spend all of this until it turns green? Oh. And then he was like, no, you can, you know, it can be yellow. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, I, I learned that I had to read the cards cause I'm like, how did they do this? What, what did you do? Um, so mm -hmm. like I didn't find, and maybe I skipped some stuff. Like, I don't know if I did like a, I missed things. Um, but I practiced before I was ready. Like I was nervous about playing a real game. And then once I started playing real games, I liked that a lot. So then I started doing that more cause I wanted to earn things. I wanted more cards and, and such. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of curious what, uh, I, I, again, I guess kind of from this new player perspective, like what did they get right versus what didn't they, you know, were, were there things that were real obvious to you um, when when playing or, or things that were, I guess you sort of answered it already, but um, was there anything else that you felt was 
either very intuitive versus or very non-intuitive? It's kind of a difficult question to answer for two reasons. And the only, the, the first is that, again, I don't know if I missed something. So I don't want to be like, yeah, they didn't really do a good job explaining stuff because I might not have done a good job reading stuff. And I think that's like the teacher mindset where I'm like, before you say that you struggled with something, did you read it? <laughs> and I, I don't know if I, if I did what I should have done as a student and read it. Um, but I also know that the second point I had to make was that I tend to learn that way. Like I like process of, you know, just kind of going through something and figuring it out. Like if I do this, what happens? And I, again, science teacher, I think that's like my, my mindset. Um, so with video games, I usually do that. I kind of just like jump in and I, I see what happens and then I, I learn from that. So, um, so I, I didn't feel like it was a, a poor tutorial. I just didn't feel like, I feel like I learned the way I always learn, which is trial and error. Mm -hmm. I got to a point in the rambling, but that was it. Yeah, no, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, and yeah, we had a question here. Like one of the things that the game has done recently was to add a bunch of like alternate artwork to the hero portraits. Did you find that confusing at all? What, like, what class am I playing against? Because there's so many different portraits now. 100%. I did. I was completely confused. I was like, who is this? What is it? What? And like, I would be describing them to Schmoopy Daddy. I'm like, he looks like Batman. And he's like, Hunter? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that one. Okay. Um, and I do that a lot with things. And he usually finds my descriptions entertaining because I see what I see in those pictures in those portraits. Um, so yeah, it was, it was definitely confusing to me. And even that, when I first started playing, like I knew there were different cards being played, but I didn't have a strategy like of this is how I combat this kind of deck where he, he immediately, he's like, this is that kind of deck. And I'm like, no idea. So I'm mm -hmm. still like, I feel like at this point, the deck I've been playing, I know fairly well and I'm starting to understand how to combat other decks that I've seen multiple times now. But at first, I like, I would say overwhelmed is a really good way to describe it, where I was just like, kind of just flying. And if I won, I won. And if I didn't, I didn't. And I tried to learn from that each time. Thinking about that, it almost makes it seem like we had it easier, right? Like, mm -hmm. when we saw the hero portrait, it was always... Like if you were mage, you were just the regular Jaina, right? Like that's a, that's, that's all it, it was. Yeah, yeah. That's it. So like, it's, unless they had five hundred wins, then it was shiny. Then Jaina. it was a shiny Jaina, <laughs> right? So that like for us, it was just that's all it was. And then there was a way smaller pool of cards, extremely smaller. So like for us, it was there's only a couple decks it could be. But you're playing wild. All of the cards exist since like 2014. So that's it's yeah. a lot to take on. It is. I again, I'm still like discovering new stuff, and there, some of it was kind of funny too. I think, in contrast to where Schmoopy Daddy normally plays, when I was first starting and I was in those lower ranks, he would look at something and he'd be like, "Oh, they're playing blah blah blah," and then they would do something, and he's like, "Wait, what are they playing?" And it would be, <laughs> you know, someone's homebrewed deck or something like that, and it was um, even confusing for him. So that was kind of entertaining um it wasn't just me who was lost but like i said now i can kind of identify some things and um like playing 
I don't know if I'm getting ahead of myself, but playing the scimitar rogue, like I feel like I know those cards and I know how they interact and I know what to do. Um, and that's where I found like some success is that I was able to do that. Um, not so much like now I pay attention. I wasn't paying attention to who I was playing. He would ask me and I'm like, I don't know this, this guy, this one. Um, now I look at the corner and I'm like, who is it? And what are you? <laughs> mm. And uh, and how do I fight that? And now I'm starting to recognize things. So very cool. Progress. Is there um, anything that you particularly either enjoy about the game, um, or particularly dislike about the game? I feel like this is a really silly answer. I like winning. <laughs> I like I like to win. Yeah. Um, I didn't think I would care about this at all when I started. I was like, la, la, play, this can be fun, whatever. And then the more I've played, the more I'm like, I didn't think I would be anywhere near Legend. I didn't think that that was like even something I cared about a few weeks ago. And now I'm like, but I made it to Diamond 1. Can I, can I do this? Can I, like, I've been freaking out about it for the last few days. And I've probably gone through um, like a really severe roller coaster of caring about this game that I didn't think that I would I mean I've always been that kind of game player like you know I've always like really invested and um like I want to finish I, I like to complete things and mm -hmm. I like I like to do it on my own my mother said about age three I started saying like I do it myself and I've been like that the rest of my life <laughs> um so I I like I like that I like you know I'm kind of invested I guess like mm -hmm. I want to achieve um, I like that there's a lot of achievements, but even that I find overwhelming because I've been playing one class. Like, I have all these other classes I haven't even touched yet. Um, and that's not a dislike. It's just kind of like there, there's a lot. So I've definitely got, like, way more time ahead of me to, to put in to get to those things. Um, major dislikes. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I have something that I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't. nobody likes to lose, but I also accept that that's, like, that's part of it. Like you, you're going to lose sometimes. You're not always going to have a favorable matchup or um, you're just not going to win all the time and that's okay. But I don't think there's anything that I'm like, yeah, I really hate this. Um, I want you to know as a brand new player to hit diamond one in your first month, like it's only been, we're 20 days into the month. That's remarkable. Like that's, that it, really it, took, is. it took me, it took me at least a year and a half or something like that. Oh yeah. To hit ledge. Like it, it's just, that's, it's like mind blowing. That's incredible. So I, I I'm not, you. I'm not just saying that like, that's, that's amazing. That's super and there's cool. No, there was no star bonus involved in that either. If you think about it, right? Like for, <laughs> for me to hit diamond one, it's a smooth ride all the way to diamond five because I have a star bonus the entire time. Mm-hmm. Right, and you did it where it was literally: you get a win, you get a star; you lose, you lose a star. <laughs> but if you win three in a row, then you get two yeah. stars. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> basically, you climbed the ladder the way we used to have to climb the ladder, because yeah, that's, that's the way it was for everyone all the time. That's it's like hard mode, though. Like yeah. that's yeah, yeah. That's that's incredible. Yeah. That's what I thought was interesting, too, because I don't know anything else. So Schmoopy Daddy is like, well, this is a difficult meta and, you know, you're you're doing really well. And I'm just like, but I don't know any I don't know anything else. So like, cool, like, great. That's awesome. I've also played a, an absorbent amount of games like it's it's 
Um, but I'm still, I'm, I'm not trying to downplay it. Like I'm still really excited that I was able to accomplish that and that apparently it's much tougher. Like, and, and not for nothing, uh, when he was like, Hey, these guys want you to come on their podcast. You know, the one I did back in November. And I was like, uh, what <laughs> are you sure? I almost, I almost said no. Cause I was like terrified. I was like, what do you mean? Um, <laughs> and then I was like, I softened to the idea after a few minutes of like the, like, what? I, I just picked this up to like, you know, talk to you about it. And, um, here's where we are. Um, I was also stunned that people record games because I was like, wait, they recorded all the stupid things I did and then they posted it and talked about it. I, that's terrifying. Um, so mm -hmm. there's, there's been a lot, like I've learned an immense amount of stuff in the last month. Oh, that's your, I was just going to say your, your, your dedication with like the one deck that you have like really mastered and you're really, really playing actually really goes to show, um, if you really learn one deck and master one deck, like you don't need to, like w we often do a thing where we'll switch decks because we got multiple mm -hmm. decks and we could be like, oh, I'm going to play this. I'm losing. I can play that. I'm losing. But you are playing this deck and you're killing it with this deck. So it, it's got to, that helps me really think about the times where I'm like, ah, oh, you know, I, this isn't working out. I'm going to switch to counter the meta. But you're just rocking it, not even really understanding what the whole meta really is with this deck and really obviously learned it through and through. Thank you. Yeah, I, I like having my one deck, but it's also like kind of all I have. Like I did start with just whatever I earned um, and I'm playing with, you know, um, free cards, right? That's how it's termed. Um, I did have a little help because Schmoopy Daddy built my Scimitar Rogue deck for me. Like I wouldn't necessarily have known how to put that together unless I went on to the internet and found it, which I know a lot of people do. They have deck lists and, mm -hmm. um, you know, that was, that was his call. He was like, I think you're going to like this. So let's try it. And I was like, okay, cool. And then he, he told me about patches and stuff like right off the bat and it went in one ear and out the other. Like, that's not how I learned. So he said it, I heard the words and I was just like, uh, you know, sometimes you prep a coin and then you learn not to do that again. <laughs> and you draw patches and you're like, no, I want my free pirate. So no. And then, you know, you try not to draw patches. So like I am in, you know, I, at first I wasn't always playing the pirate turn one if I had one because I wanted to use it with my cannon. And then I was like, just play the damn pirate. You have to play the pirate. So um, I've learned a lot. But like he was trying to, you know, explain this to me. And it just had no, um, it, it just doesn't stick in my mind until I, until I do it. Mm -hmm. And then I've played a, a lot of games. So I've definitely made my fair share of mistakes. It's yeah. So we, I guess we've kind of been dancing around it a little bit. The deck that you've been, you, that you've been playing is a rogue deck that I guess we call it scimitar rogue. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Um, oh, I'm clicked. Okay. There we go. Um, so I don't know, like, I don't know how people describe this stuff. So I've, I've got a lot of cards that I can combo, which I really like. I kind of think of it as like, you know, a sale or a coupon. Like I'm, I want this dress, but it needs to be on sale and I need to have a coupon. I like that I can discount the card. So if I play a prep, which is a zero cost card, then my rating party is only one mana instead of three. And then I get a bunch of cards in my hand. So the idea, I guess, behind it is to get lots of cards in your hand. You play some pirates. 
Um, you try to deal as much damage as you can in early and then finish finish off with some burn in your deck, which all of that like terminology, like burn in your deck. I, I never said the word tilted until hmm. like a week ago. Um, there's like so much, there's so much. I didn't know. He would be like, oh, that's BM. I'm like, why are you talking about bowel movements? He's like, no, that's <laughs> <laughs> Um, and these are real discussions in the schmoopy household where this is what I think. So I didn't know what a GG was. I was like, what are you saying? He's like, good game. Come on, get with it. Um, <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. He wanted so, us to, he wanted us to ask you if you had any traditions when you won a game. It has now become a tradition because I, again, I'm, I'm usually with our little one when I'm playing and I can't like scream to the next room. So I screenshot my my kills <laughs> my kill picture um my kill shot and then i send it to him and it's just for him like just so he can see how i'm doing or who i faced and then he's like oh you beat this or you did that or like because a lot of the time i'm trying to describe stuff to him and again i'm getting better at like looking at what kind of class i'm facing and what the card name was because i'm like the guy with the thing you know and he's like no i have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> so um <laughs> so i screenshot it and i send it to him and i i you know, then I can, I'd be like that one, that one. That's that great. One. Um, <laughs> so it's, that's, that has been my, I guess we're calling it a tradition because I've been doing it for a while now. And I was, I didn't know what ladder anxiety was either. I was just playing for fun and I was like, oh, look at me. And then I got to diamond one and I was like, oh my gosh, I might actually make legend. And I like started spazzing out a little bit because he was like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to spectate you. And I was like, no, uh, no pressure, <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> um so i didn't know that was a real thing either until it happened to me and then i was like oh well i guess i i guess i'm invested guys that's it so i'm curious yeah. how he came up with that deck because when when we had him on he like we've always known him as this like secret mage player and that's what he plays and and uh so when he had mentioned that you had started playing i was like oh secret mage he's like no no this rogue deck i was like what 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 like why um so i'm kind of curious how you know how you all settled on on that deck but um i'm just excited overall for this whole like this is such a great story it's so wholesome i love it i love it thank you <laughs> <laughs> um you know putting that that family brand on hearthstone um I know, I don't know, so we did talk about Secret Mage, and it definitely sounds like something I would like to play, especially because I started off playing with mages, and um, other taboo things I did were, like, I would use fireballs really early, and he's like, no, and I was like, but why? Why are these rules here? I just want to play, and then I realized that, like, the rules are there because that's the, the it's not necessarily a rule, but it's, it's how to play better with the deck that you have. Um, but Scimitar Rogue, I think... He really came to that conclusion because we I was playing for free and it was a deck he could put together that we could we could make out of what I had. And mm -hmm. um I think he was he knew I don't know, we've been together for fourteen years. Maybe he just knew that like I would understand that deck because he said like he's like, you know, this is it's it's straightforward ish, but like there's still moving pieces and a lot of decisions to make and you have to figure it out and for uh, some reason I think my brain kind of just understands that deck and I, I like the way it works and I'm interested in doing other things too down the road but um I've definitely enjoyed playing it and I know that's a big thing for him he's like you should you should have fun with whatever deck you're playing if you're not having fun you're missing the point um so I think that's how we got there and and we just kind of 
I ran with it. I ran with it once he gave it to me. So that was that was it. Nice. So you've mentioned a few of the the kind of social concepts that you've learned in Hearthstone, like you know, rope. You you mentioned kind of like offhand and a, a ladder anxiety, BM and tilt. Um, what was kind of the the some some of the a what, what kind of like some of the social concepts that you've learned and how did you kind of like acclimate to that like new vocabulary and vernacular? So some of it I, I got pretty easily. Like I said, I understand now what BM and GG is. Um, I don't, I, I auto squelch people at first. I was totally like, oh, I don't care. Make your little comments, like whatever. Um, or you're hoping that like they're not making them sarcastically, but you realize <laughs> like it just comes off that way. Like even if they're trying to be nice, a lot of the time it's like, like I, I wow. started, I, I queued into a game the other day and the guy turn one said well played and i was like i'm sorry do you think you've won this like <laughs> i'll show you yeah and i beat him and i, I took a screenshot and sent it to my husband so um nice it was, <laughs> it was just kind of those things where i was like i didn't know again like i didn't know i would care because initially i was just like la 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 i don't care like say what you want whatever like it it doesn't matter um i lost a game yesterday um because they had changed the amount of mana I had to one and I uh, had the kill shot with an Avis, but in my mind I had to prep my Avis. So I didn't notice that I had one mana. I put a minion out to prep my wow. Avis and then realized that I didn't have another mana to use it. So I lost. And it was, I was probably the most tilted I've ever been because I was like, can I take it back? <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know a lot of it and then you know it was funny like someone they they will probably know who they are because i have like you know i don't really accept people on um and, and not to be me like i'm totally fine if people want to be friends on there but like if i win and they request me i usually don't add them um and, and, <laughs> yeah well you know schmooby daddy has told me some things that people have sent him and i'm just like it's a game okay right um but they uh they had written like online I, I i don't know if it was in discord or what like i added her i think she she doesn't want to be my friend because she thinks i'm mad that she won um and then schmooby daddy told me about it and i was like oh no we can be friends so so i added them but nice, um nice. yeah there's like i again whole new world for me like none of this Again, a lot of the uh, games I played previously, like I play Mario by myself. I play The Sims by myself. This isn't something where you have this. I haven't experienced the community aspect of a game like this hmm. before, which I've enjoyed, but also learned a lot about how seriously people take some of these games. And they're not very nice sometimes. Oh, <laughs> yes. it. It You know, it's interesting and it's kind of hit and miss. Sometimes like we've we've met a lot of friends, I think, through this game. And, but, but some of the messages that you get after like an in-game ad can be really pretty nasty as well. Straight up abhorrent. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I pick and choose. I, I don't I think say I haven't, I haven't experienced that. I'm sorry. Um, so at least I'm like glad. I've had positive experiences, but I'm like weary, I guess, you know, from, from yeah. other tales. I, I feel like when I top deck lethal and then I get the friend request, that's when I don't accept it. But if it, if it was like a back and forth fun game, 
and like it went a lot of turns then th then i'll accept it and the person be like oh that was a really great game and we'll have a nice conversation about it or sometimes it's like hey i know you you're that guy on twitter or you're on that <laughs> podcast and then we have a cool conversation about it but like you never know yeah yeah always play the top decked lethal if you have options <laughs> by <laughs> <Yeah>. the way <laughs> i wouldn't have known what that meant last month like if you had said that to me i'd be like what did you what did you lethal like what and now i know exactly what that means and and that's another reason i'm always trying to keep cards in my hand and like or sometimes I'm sitting there like praying that a wicked stab comes out and um it doesn't always or secret passage I really enjoy my secret passage again yeah. a lot of bang for your buck with that one um so yeah it's uh I've definitely I've definitely won some games that way and uh I don't think they're very happy sometimes they <laughs> like also again with the roping like I didn't know that people would just like leave you like they know you've won. So they're just going to let it. They're going to make you wait. They're just going to make you uh, wait. People take yeah. the game really seriously. Sometimes they get all upset or people will like, you know, they know they've lost and then they'll just rope you and, like just to be rude. It's crazy. Ain't nobody got time for that. Like I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and that's how I, I literally like, I know no one can hear me, but I told you if like I start to rope somebody, I'm like, I'm sorry. I was, I was doing something like I wasn't trying to do that to you because I'm, I'm often multitasking, which our brains don't really do well. So you can always say, "Oops." Yeah, I could. <laughs> One of the I few could. Times yeah. I emote. Is I'm always afraid I, that if I, I say that, it's row. like, it's like, "Oops," <laughs> on her, you know. I'm like, and then that's how they're gonna take it, and then they're gonna get even more tilted. I don't know. Right. Um, if they watch this, they'll know that if they face me, that I'm, I'm not trying to BM them. So. You great. used to actually be able to say sorry, but they took that one away. People were abusing it. I think was the perception was that, you know, they've got, they're ready to do lethal. And it was like, sorry, sorry, sorry. Thank you. Lethal. And it was like, Hey, come on now. Um, so mean. So mean. Hey, so Schmoopy Daddy uh, wrote up a little something that I wanted to read for you because it was very nice and um, was was uh, talking about kind of your play style and some qualities that uh, he observed in you. And so I just want to read it to you because it was very nice. And I, I think that this was um, it was fun for us to, to read as well. So here's what he, he said. Um, he says, my wife has picked up uh, picked up the game at an alarming speed despite having zero TCG experience, but the following qualities are things that she has innately that I see in top-level players. She doesn't overtrade. Even in the apprentice level, she would ship minions face instead of trading down. I was always much more paranoid as a new player and cleared the board to be safe, a common mistake. Uh, she isn't afraid to use resources without getting full value for them. Sometimes she will spend... Uh, preparation on a scimitar or sometimes she'll tempo out a foxy fraud because without ever hearing the word tempo she understands the need for it uh, lastly she might not know the whole catalog of wild cards that you need to play around but she has wonderful pattern recognition she's always saying to me oh those guys do this by this turn it took me um a year and a half of playing and then six months of watching raffle videos to even begin to think what cards i was playing around that my opponent might have in their hand 
Whether she's hit legend by the time of the show or not, she has already completed the greatest climb I have ever seen. She went from zero trading card game knowledge to the most degenerate format wild uh, in one of the most degenerate periods of its lifetime. And by the writing of this got to at least two boss battles for legend, all with the two, two X multiplier. Uh, I'm not even going to, uh, dignify my giving her a list as a caveat because anyone can net deck anyone. She's done all of this largely on her own with minimal coaching and input from me. And I have no doubt that she's the future 11 Xer in the household. It has been so much fun having my life partner pick up my hobby in order to spend more time with me. And we've had so much fun having something new in common after being together since 2007. Watch out world. I've awakened something and I love her very much, uh, but she will take your face. (laughs) (laughs) That was really sweet. Aww. It's, 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 it's nice. not his. I, I mean, listen, you know, it's a, it, it means something to him because he is not like, we're not those people. We don't like write love letters on social media to each other or anything like that. So um, it, it definitely means a lot. And it's, it's been really nice. Cause I, you know, we have been together for a really long time and we've always shared commonalities with video games and, and TV shows or movies we like or music and, Obviously, you know, our careers, we're both teachers, our children, but we don't have the same time to sit down and watch a movie. Or if we do, like, we're both ready to fall asleep five minutes in. Um, So this has been nice because we can play separately. And it's something that I've seen him invest a lot of time in. Um, So to to be able to share it and for him to enjoy that, like, you know, because sometimes you want, like, your own thing. I, I really like that he's enjoying it so much and, and I didn't know I'd be good at it. So I, I, I'm having a lot of fun with it, but, um, thanks schmoofy daddy. <laughs> <laughs> that is truly, truly very sweet. I love it. I love it so much. Well, let's, let's move the show along a little bit and get into our weekly recap to see, you know, what we've been doing over the past week. Just uh, whether it's in Hearthstone, in real life, just whatever's been going on. Nate, how are things going? What have you been up to? Yeah, I mean, I'm so happy that it's Friday. I had this past week um, on vacation, actually. We were uh, out at the coast, um, the Oregon coast, uh, camping right on the beach, and that was a lot of fun. I haven't been on a real vacation in a long time, and so it was cool. Um, And uh, yeah, no, it was pretty nice. So we were... um, at the beach from Sunday to Thursday at the place called uh, Cape Lookout, which is on the Oregon coast. Um, it was a really nice beach, really f- kind of fine sand and, and like nice, like, I don't know, like I grew up in California and the beaches were always super crowded. And so being on a, like a different state at the beach, like they were empty. It was, it was crazy. Um, and uh, it was just super cool. It was, it was fun to, to kind of, get away from everything a little bit. Um, and so I didn't really have a lot of time to play. I had my, my iPad with me, but it was like something I do for a couple minutes at night before I went to sleep. Um, but it was cool. So I didn't really play ranked, but I did all my daily quests and, uh, I did play through the Illidan book of heroes, which was fun. Um, I saw a couple, I noticed a couple of cool things. Uh, so there was some alternate card art, which I thought was kind of fun. So I have, um, up on the screen, uh, twin slice and chaos strike from the demon hunter cards, like same card, but different artwork, which was interesting to me. Um, I asked Dean about it in the AMA and he didn't respond. So Uh, I, I, you know, it is what it is, but I thought that was cool. Uh, and I was wondering, you know, maybe that's something that will, 
see in the future. I don't know. It was like, it's got to be confusing. I, I did a, a double take because I saw the art and I was like, what is this card? I've never seen this before. And then I read it and I was like, oh, well, they put the wrong artwork on this card. <laughs> um, I can't even imagine like this is like, you know, a tiny percentile of what, you know, must face as like a, a new player with all the different hero portraits is like, wait, what is what is this again? What am I looking at here? But I thought this was interesting. Um, it was kind of fun. And then kind of a throwback when we did the Ashes of Outland lore episode with Goliath. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but there was one level in the Illidan Book of Heroes uh, that we had talked through the story with Goliath. And so you're sitting here as Illidan and you've got, um, you know, your three, uh, uh, you know, legendary minions on your side. It was like it, it, it mirrored the story that Goliath had told us. Uh, back in the Ashes of Outland lore episode. And so that was super fun. I don't want to spoil anything for anybody that hasn't heard it, but um, it was a lot of fun. If anybody watching or listening is interested in like the stories behind it, we've got all the lore episodes like separated on YouTube now to check out. But but anyhow, that was just a lot of fun. Um, and so I finally completed all of the Book of Heroes. I got my gold pack. Yeah. Uh, and so they fixed the bug, which was cool. Um the uh, the reward for completing all of the Book of Heroes is a golden standard pack. I got the equivalent of 40 dust, but golden. Mm. Um, <laughs> it was a bunch of golden, meh, but it was fine. Um, <laughs> and I finally, we'll talk about it later in the show, but like now that the nerfs went live, I finally got around to dusting all of my duplicates, except the Warlock quest, uh, because I still think it's going to get hit later. But... But anyhow, uh, so I made some questionable crafting decisions. I now am the am the proud owner of, of two golden crags, and uh, you've joined the crag club. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I did both. Um, I so I I blinged out my pirate warrior deck and a couple different versions of it, um, and then and so I'm still sitting on a bunch of dust, and then I crafted gold. Uh, Jace because I like the card a lot. Uh, it's a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. I don't think it's probably actually that good, but I really like it. And so that has kind of been what I'm up to. I just got back from uh, camping yesterday and then I worked all day today. And I, you know, I love to tr try to leave a little bit on early on Fridays and it just doesn't happen much anymore. And so it's, uh, but I'm happy that it's the weekend and it's time to kind of, uh, get back into the swing of things. And so, yeah, no, I'm just excited to be here hanging out with everybody. So sheep, what have you been up to this week? Yeah. Um, this week has been a pretty exhausting one here in the city of electric sheep. So typically I'm like, work is busy, but this week was more so than normal. Um, a little peek behind the curtain, um, one of my coworkers was out um, Wednesday through Friday, and uh, I'm I'm her backup, and she didn't process a few things for a few months. A few months. That, a few months, plural, that uh, kept people from getting paid and hired. Whoa! So uh, <laughs> people were pretty upset. There was a lot of yelling, and uh, I got to try and be the solution and, you know, be yelled at a lot. So uh, it was a long week, um, 
And if I had forgotten stuff, then like, okay, fair enough, right? But I'm just trying to pick up the pieces. So it was uh, especially kind of demoralizing. So if I'm a a little bit less of a happy-go-lucky sheep than I normally am, apologies. (laughs) But we'll be back whenever she's back next week, thankfully. (laughs) I think you've earned it. I think you've earned it. (laughs) I appreciate that very much, friend. Um, In Hearthstone... On the other hand, I played a fair amount of uh, both Wild and Standard this week. Even a little bit of Battlegrounds. Battlegrounds is fun. It is fun. Mm-hmm. I, I I got the the cute bundle like um, of of uh, skins because you know it's a tough week in retail therapy, right? Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the adorable um, like bartender uh, Frizzy Fizzy. They are so stinking cute and so just like, you got this. Like, yay. Don't forget to hydrate. Like, it's adorable. And oh, it's I haven't like, used so them supportive. Yet. Oh, my gosh. It, it it makes me really happy. So I, I played more Battlegrounds than, than normal because cause Fizzy is, is my friend. <laughs> nice. nice. Um, I also actually finished up the Illidan Book of Heroes as well, which was also my last one, and and I cracked open my my pack. I didn't I didn't save it for the mini set, unfortunately, but I did get like a, a golden uh, whaling vapor, which was pretty cool because because I play that that deck in standard, but um, <laughs> not not so much a a wild card that one, but really fun. Uh, last week on the show, I was like, hey. Uh, oh, I know Studio Ghibli is actually a thing that's on like the HBO stuff. Maybe I'll dive into those. And oh, I yeah. What did you watch? So I watched um, My Neighbor Totoro uh, to start with because that's like the classic. Uh, I watched Spirited Away, uh, Princess Mononoke, and Nausicaa of the Valley Wind. You've been busy. Wow. Okay. It was a lot of them, and it was honestly they're way sadder than I thought that they would be. Have you watched? If that makes any sense. <laughs> have you watched uh, Howl's Moving Castle yet? No, not yet. The it, it's on my list. It's okay. <laughs> it's really good, and I don't know if you, I don't know, know how much you read, but like, um, the book that not a, well. There's three books. It's not just one, but there's three books. And it's so good. It's so good. Um, I, I highly recommend it. Like the the movie is fun, but it doesn't tell like the whole story. If you mm-hmm. read read the book, uh, it's just incredible. Um, really, really, really great story. It really goes into a lot of the background of the characters, and then as it turns out, there's like two sequels to it. Um, it's great. It's great. Cool. I highly recommend it. If you have Audible, the audiobook version is very good as well. Excellent. I do have Audible, so I will probably hit that up. Gosh, I'm not sure if I should do that before or after I actually watch Howl's Moving Castle. I honestly, honestly, I would watch it first because if you if you read the book first and then you watch it, you're going to be disappointed because it leaves (laughs) out quite a bit. Uh, But it was really great. It was really great. Yeah, I love it. Um, Good times. Well, I'll, I'll definitely have to watch that one first and then dive into the the book, be it audio or or a. I was about to say video, but not really video. Uh, <laughs> I 
<laughs> with words and text <laughs> oh and uh slight swept me in my wild thl match tonight uh back back over to hearthstone so so uh good games to slight um it definitely earned those wins um oh and last week i actually won uh since that one was on saturday uh, so I didn't mention it on the show last week, but I beat Oddlaw three to two. Oh, congrats! Which was a very tough matchup, like three to two, five five games. Uh, won, won that one in in the very end. Oddlaw played well. It was just felt really good. So that was kind of my competitive uh, side busting out right there. He's very good. <laughs> yeah, I'll give him that. He's very very good. Mm-hmm. So, so hey, that's cool. Yeah, that's kind of been uh, my weekend review here in the city of Electric Sheep. How have things been in the Schmoopy family household? They've been pretty good. Um, so, like normal things, just taking care of two kids and food shopping and cooking and cleaning. I, I mentioned earlier that we um, we have an event for our daughter on Sunday, but with some impending weather, we don't know if that's going to happen, but I've been prepping just the same. Um, I feel like the house is never like you clean and then it's still not clean. So you got to clean it again. And it's just like this <laughs> repeat thing. Um, especially with children. Oh, so, yeah. um, so, um, like I find fingerprints, but I'm like, where, how, how did this get here? And what, what did you do? So I'm like taking magic erasers to our walls. It's, it's good. Um, we have a whole stockpile of those. It's great. <laughs> yeah, like I, big mood to all of that. <laughs> I, I would say like I teach like environmental science too. So like I try to use, you know, like I'll use like vinegar to clean the microwave and stuff. But like when you got kids, you need the magic erasers on your walls. Like it's just, it's just necessary. Um, and then game wise, I've really been just grinding this this deck to try to get to legend because I didn't know I wanted to. And then I got really close and then I really wanted to, and I've been yo-yoing um, between diamond five and diamond one for the week. And I've done that a few times and I am um, understanding now the frustration people feel when this happens to them. And um, other than that, I haven't really like, there's so much more to still explore. And I know that like there's, Again, I haven't played the other classes. I haven't built other decks. Like there, I feel like this is definitely got for me being a newer player. Like there's just so much left to do. Um, eventually, one day. But right now, this is my focus. I'm trying to get there. And if I do, great. If I don't, I understand that that's pretty normal. Um, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna try. I really wanted to do it before tonight so that I could come on here and be like. Look, look what I did. Um, <laughs> no, for real, like my accomplishments, you know. <laughs> so you hit the final boss for legend twice already. Like I, I, if you've been playing less than a month. That's incredible. Like that's just inc like blew my mind. I think if you came I, on saying that you got gold one in your first month, I would have been with the two stars. I would have been amazed. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I might have said that to Schmoopy Daddy because he was like, hey, you know, play for fun. Like, you'll probably get silver. Maybe you'll hit gold. And I was like, I'm in diamond. Like, what? Uh, <laughs> That's and awesome. And he was like, really? And I was like, yeah, I am. What? Like, it's hard? And then, uh, and then I got the silver. <laughs> and what was even better was as I, I got stuck, you know, I hit diamond five. And then I was like, oh, this got way harder. What is a taxes paladin? Why? 
why are they messing with the amount of mana of my cards? I hate this. Um, oh, you asked me if I hated something. I hate Taxes Paladin. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Murloc Shamans and... Uh, there's one other. There's one other I really don't like right now. Oh, Questline Druids. <laughs> Pain of my existence mm. besides pulling patches. But they, uh, they're they like impossible to beat with my deck because I just, I run out of cards. Yeah, um, all the armor. The armor makes it really tough. Or not the hard way, unfortunately. But um, what was my point? I had one, I swear. Um, but those, those things have been really tough. And I didn't, like, so I got there and it slowed down and... Um, I actually watched Smoopy Daddy's episode and it was so funny because he kept telling me like, oh, this is totally normal. And I'm like, whatever, like, you're just saying that because you're my husband and you're being nice to me. And in his episode from November, he was talking about how like half your climb is up to Diamond 5 and the other half is from Diamond 5 to Legend. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay, you're not just being nice to me. This is recorded. Um <laughs> months before it had nothing to do with me and then he talked about like trying not to get tilted and enjoying your you know your gameplay and i was like oh okay like okay i'm good now i'm good um so it was it was kind of fun to watch that back and you know do a little homework oh and, that's fun uh, yeah it was it was good because i hadn't watched it to that point because i i knew he was excited about coming on and he was really like just you know jazzed about it and i I had no idea. I was like, that's great, honey, because I had no idea what he was talking mm -hmm. about. Like, all of it. If I had watched it a month ago, I was like, okay. I don't know what you're saying. Yeah. Different language. Um, and I, I'm glad I understand the language a little bit more now. So so that was that was my week. Momming and schmoopy momming. How <laughs> that? Nice. Nice. That's great. I love it. As for myself, the, the week started off pretty good. Right after last week's show, Nate and I did some co-op in Diablo 2. Oh, man, that was so fun. I'm sad, yeah. that, I'm sad that the beta, a closed beta is over. Yeah, yeah, I know. It, well, yeah, open is now open right now. So oh. you can totally play again after the show if you wanted to. Do we have to, <laughs> do we have to start over or do we get to use our same You have beta? to start over, yeah. Oh. Oh, rip all right i know right oh, um no. but yeah so we 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 started off and basically we instead of like when i played diablo 2 a lot of the time i just rushed my way through right because you're trying to rank up as fast as possible but we only have two acts so nate and i explored like every single corner and like i don't even know if we got deckard kane yet and we were already level 14 like we literally ran to like every corner of the map and like we're just killing absolutely everything. And it was just a blast exploring. It was fun. Been there, done that. But at the same time, it was just doing it again. And playing with a friend is just so much better than playing alone or with some random person on the internet. Oh, 100%. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. then after, because uh, you went on your trip and then so I'm like, mm, I want to keep playing. <laughs> um, I, I started over and... I just made a game saying like act one walking and people just jumped in that were already level 25 when you're level one and they just would go and they'd complete all the quests in the act while you're like running around outside. It's like, well, thanks. You just, you just did that for me. And Dariel's dead. <laughs> like just go and do everything. Then you, you almost get like rushed by accident. But then 
I already had my cube by like level seven, which was kind of cool. So then I started like actually collecting jewels and crafting and doing all that sort of fun stuff. But um, a little character on the screen, that's the one I made with Nate. We didn't get too far, but uh, I am super stoked for the full release. Oh, when it comes out, like for real, I'm a little reluctant to even play the beta because you have to keep starting over again. But I swear, like when it's released, it would be so so much fun to get a group together to um, to, oh. to play it. Yeah, I want to like day one hit the ladder like off the bat. <laughs> Season one, I like see, it. Uh, see how far we can go. I like that would be great. But uh, yeah, th- that was super fun. So I basically wasted away my weekend playing a game where they're going to delete your character at the end of the weekend. So. <laughs> <laughs> Little, little bit sad there. And then um, my son was away on a trip for quite a while. And so he got back on Monday and we did a lot of family time nice. over the week. And so I didn't have much time for gaming at all, like in general. So we just hung out as a family, just did things together, barbecuing and whatnot. And uh, but I, I made sure that I kept on top of my quests. Even after everyone was de- going to bed, I had to be like, okay, got to log on. Need to do quests on three servers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> got to keep. Yeah, that's rough. Got to keep those going. So I made sure I didn't burn any quests. But um, this weekend, I'm super happy to hop back in. And, and I what, what I really need to do is I actually haven't ranked up on eu or asia really at all this month and it's the 20th so i've got to climb because i got to keep the that star bonus you know so (laughs) it's going to be some climbing on the weekend starting probably either after the show or tomorrow morning i gotta i gotta make sure i keep it but um as for books i i finished salem's lot that we were talking about uh last week and I loved it. I thought it was a great book. It's it's I love Stephen King. I'm not going to put it at the top of my Stephen King books. It's one of his earlier works. So I think maybe he was still maybe finding himself at the time. So it's a little down my ranks, but I still think it was excellent. I really, really enjoyed it. And I have been recommended by my friends here to finally begin the Dark Tower series. So I have begun with the first yes. book, The Gunslinger, and it's it's a lot shorter than most of the other Stephen King books that I've read. So I'm literally like a third of the way through already and uh, very, very much enjoying it. Everything is so mysterious. Like, I don't even know what's going on really in the world in this book. Like, I, I know about this main character and I know about the bad guy a little bit maybe the character i'm following is the bad guy i don't even know what's going on <laughs> but it, like <laughs> i'm really really enjoying it so far it's it's very well written and how many books are there sheep in this series there, there's seven and a half the, the, there's kind of like a side one that you don't need you don't need to read it came out well after the fact um but the the gunslinger in particular has probably one of if not the most iconic first lines in a book, period. The man in black fled across the desert. 
and the gunslinger followed. Like it just sets the scene yeah. so perfectly. Yeah. Oh, love it. You know yeah. what? You're right. I, you know, the, the tricky piece, like, I think I only finished the first one. I have them all, but they use all these like made up, like gunslinger slang words that I had such a hard time reading them. Mm. Um, not like, gosh, I can't even think of what they are off the top of my head. Uh, sheep, you probably know, but like they use, like, instead of like Mr. And Mrs., they use different things and they use, um, I like sigh and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I, I was like, what, what is going on right now? Like I just, I struggled with it pretty hard. Uh, and they well, made a, they, I watched the movie, which was not, hmm. not very much like the book. If I recall correctly, I, I never watched the film. I heard it was despite Idris Elba being amazing. He, he's um, great. I heard, I heard that the, the rest of the, the movie was, I haven't seen it, so I can't confirm but I heard it was trash. <laughs> I can confirm. Yeah. I, I've, I've heard similar things, um, but so far the writing in the book is absolutely amazing. So definitely enjoying it so far. It's probably not going to take me too much longer to finish the book and continue on in the series. I really enjoy Stephen King's writings. So I'm going to continue with that. And um, this weekend... I'm probably going to play Diablo and Hearthstone the entire time. So there you go. <laughs> That's been my week, except for the fact that now I'm here and I'm enjoying all of your guys' company. And I'm looking forward to what Sheep has to tell us about the Listener Series. Cool. Yeah, so the, the Listener Series is coming right up. So the signups have closed for the Listener Series. And we will put the spreadsheet up with like all the challenges and whatnot tomorrow up tomorrow. So be prepared. The first challenge, well, we'll go ahead and, and give you a little peek behind the curtain there as well. The first challenge will be Popper Week. So all common and rare or, or basic cards, but no epics or legendaries even from the core set. So in the core set, no epics or legendaries, even though they were free. So basic, common, rares. Rare. <laughs> Rare. So expect the, the full sheet to go up tomorrow. We'll have uh, the, the whatchamacallit, uh, roster uh, of registra registrars, registered <laughs> peeps <laughs> of folks. Uh, we'll we'll have the challenges up. We'll have everything. But Popper is how we're starting it off, starting from the bottom, and at it, the end of it, it's you we know will be there. I think budget budget week for week one makes sense. Like it's a good introduction to 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 things, and that ensures that you know everybody's got some cards that they can play. I think we are trying to be as inclusive as possible, and so when we went through, we got a bunch of really fun submissions. Uh, for challenges from folks and have been going through them and just wanting to make sure that like I, some of the feedback that we got was like, Hey, when, you know, the more restrictive sometimes is, is better so that, you know, you don't get stuck playing a bunch of meta decks, but at the same time, uh, like not wanting to be so restrictive that people don't have the cards. Um, someone 
there was there was a suggestion that we got that I loved. It was like you have to put both Yog Sarans in your deck, and you can't win until at least one Yog has like done all the random stuff. Like, well, that's cool, but I imagine that there's people that may want to play that don't have those cards. And as much as I like the idea, we don't want to exclude anybody. So yeah, that, that'd be thirty two hundred dust, which is not an insignificant investment. <laughs> No, especially for a card that's more of a, a meme, like, I don't know. I I forget, you know, it's easy to forget because um, we we have all been playing this game for such a long time, but you, you know, I started like an EU account with like zero cards and now I'm in that same thing. I dusted like everything to create Odd Paladin and I've got the one deck that I can play there and that's it. And like not spending any, any more money. And like, if someone told me you got to craft two Yogs just to participate in the series, well, like, uh, nope, I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm sorry. And so it, it sounds cool, but, um, trying to be budget friendly as well. So anyways, uh, yeah, so we will have that information posted tomorrow. Um, and yeah, very excited. Very excited to to get that started, though. Excitement abounds. Can't wait yeah. to dive into season three of the Listeners series. So um, starting up next week, and we can't wait to tell you more about how it's progressing then. So that's it for the Listeners series. Hydra, what's been going on in Hearthstone news this week? Wait, wait, wait. Let me interrupt super quick. Sorry. Because I, I forgot to put it in the show notes. But we have a new theme song for the show. Yeah, we do. And That's so right. and so it's not like I, I don't like I don't even know where to put it, but like we, we got we've been listening to different versions of the audio all week. And I'm just I'm so excited because it turned out way better than I thought that it ever could turn out. And so the the intro that we've been using for the show for ages was just something that we found on YouTube. And some guy made some techno remix of the Hearthstone theme song. And Craig at the <laughs> time had like DM'd this person how I don't even know and said like, Hey, uh, can we use this song for our show? And, and the guy said, yeah, go for it. Uh, but oh yeah, if you can give me credit for it or, or like link to my channel we said, yeah, sure. So we've always done that. Um, and you know, 74 episodes later, we, uh, have a legit, like our own song. And so if you're watching this live, you have not heard it yet, but when, when the show comes out, it will be, uh, like a snippet on the end and I'll put the full version at the tail end of the show. So it's, I'm excited for that. Uh, it's, I don't want to spoil it, but it's wild. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's great. It's great. And, uh, the, um, our, our our audio engineer friend uh, over in Canada did an absolutely wonderful job on it. So uh, big yeah. shout out also to uh, Shade Swiper, who is just incredibly talented um, musician, audio engineer, whatever you want to call it. But she's amazing and did a great job. So yeah, Shade Swiper is incredible. We're, we're all a, a huge fan of hers over here. Um, and once you've heard the song, you will be too. So check her out. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move into the news. We have a few things to talk about. 
First, uh, well, if anybody likes to play Battlegrounds, Sheep was talking about this earlier, there are bundles where you can get some cool new skins. They're both for $20 USD. The first one, the Battlegrounds bundle, Guardians of Azeroth, which looks pretty cool. The one that I'm kind of looking at is the one after it, which, which to me... This seems where I would spend my money. This is Beauties and Cuties. So if you love all the cute little cards or hero portraits or just the Hearthstone art in general, um, that's totally where you can go or you can get the more serious looking stuff with the Guardians of Azeroth. All the art to me looks looks really amazing. I haven't I haven't taken the plunge on these yet, but Sheep, you said you you've grabbed at least one of these, right? Yeah, I, I have. Um, so I I haven't gotten a chance to play with any of the the heroes that that were were part of it, but but Fizzy is is definitely my uh, my bartender now, and and, <laughs> and she's so supportive and and so encouraging, and I'm a, a huge fan of theirs now. Yeah, Fizzy looks pretty awesome. They're so actually. expensive. That's my only complaint. Like, I love the artwork. They're so great. They're so expensive. And, like, of course yeah. I bought them. But, like... <laughs> <laughs> if, if they didn't come with a bartender, then I would feel buyer's remorse, for sure. But the fact that they come with a bartender that has the, the voice lines and, and, of course, the art that you see the entire game regardless of which like here you queue up with it, that that's a really well well played like execution uh, of the whole like archetype tale you, you know what i'm trying to get at yeah. yeah i mean like if you look at it this way we've paid ten dollars for one portrait right like yeah. many Guilty. times so because we play constructed right and so for anyone who plays BGs, they can get seven portraits and a bartender for 20 bucks. I mean, you're not always going to land on one of them, which is unfortunate. But, I mean, it, it it is, if you compare it to Constructed, when we pay $10 for one. It's a good deal when you look at it that way, right? So, I guess. If, I played, if I played a lot more, more BGs, I, I feel like I would be all over it. But I basically play Battlegrounds when either, like, we just as, like, a group decide we're going to have, like, a fun game on the weekend or whatever. Or if I literally have do 1500 damage in Battlegrounds or get a top four quest. I do enjoy <laughs> it. And in the Discord, in the Discord, sometimes we'll get a group together and play. And it's fun. Uh, I know a lot, like, Ben, ben and Jordan and stuff. And people will play sometimes. And so if, if anyone watching or listening ever wants to get a group together um you know hit us up because i i would play for sure <laughs> schmoopy mommy yeah. have you tried this mode out yet do you play battlegrounds at all i um i played for an achievement once or, or no um a daily quest or a weekly quest it was something like that um mm -hmm. so i i did like once or twice just because i was trying to you know get as many cards as i could so i try to yeah. do those um so yes technically <laughs> was it something that you enjoyed or just like let's get this over with to do my quest 
I feel like I just did it to do my quest. And like, again, like I think it was, it was early enough on that. Like I had no idea what was happening and I just did it. And, yeah. and that was it. So like, I don't even have a, a coherent like recollection of what that was. There is this like whole sleep deprivation thing in my life. So um, <laughs> yeah, it's just a little. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of but, sleep deprivation. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I've, no, no, my fault. I, um, I've, I've tried a couple of the modes, the other modes that are there, but like I said, once, and it was funny too, because Shmoopy Daddy was like, oh, you need to unlock Wild. And I was like, well, how do I do that? And so he like sent me the thing that I had to do to unlock Wild. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'll get to that. And like, I didn't do it for like a week. And he was like, did you do it? Yeah, did you do it? Did you? And then once I started <laughs> playing Wild, that's like, I, that's where my attention's been. So I've been trying to complete my, my daily and weekly stuff. But other than that, I just been there. Wise choice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. BGs is definitely. You only my, have so much. I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No worries. Um, BGs is definitely my, oh, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be up. So I'm going to start this. And honestly, I've lost a lot of MMR because I start a game and fall asleep <laughs> with the phone <laughs> right there. So like, I keep on getting like, you know, I, I play BGs casually. So like up to like, 6k and then i drop because i start while i'm falling asleep and i fall asleep rinse and repeat i i should play afk because <laughs> that is what i am can you like you know I've, i haven't fallen asleep playing bgs but can you get booted like you can in constructed for not making your turn i I don't, I don't think so. I heard that people. I heard that people would AFK battlegrounds to just farm experience. Yeah, because that's the, what I'm... for the rewards track. Like if you don't oh, care, smart. if you don't care about your MMR or your you know your ranking or whatever, you just keep starting BG games and then walk away. So and... that's what Sheep is doing. He's starting a game and going to sleep. I'm <laughs> on to you, Sheep. <laughs> it wasn't intentional, but. <laughs> I'll take the experience. I'll tell you <laughs> what, what I enjoy. Cause like I've, I haven't, I've been like camping in wild because the meta has been really rough and I'm still sitting like right around 200 legend and not really wanting to mess around with it. So I've been playing a bunch of standard and a bunch of battlegrounds and a bunch of solo stuff. And, um, but what I love about it, especially battlegrounds is like my casual mode uh, where I don't really care about my rank. I just go to have fun. And so I'll get on the iPad and boot up like Netflix or Hulu or whatever. And then do like the little picture in picture and have like a movie going in the upper left corner yeah. and then play battlegrounds. And then I can do that while I'm like laying in bed or taking a bath or doing whatever and not really care about it so much. And it's, it's good for kind of relaxing. That, that is why I never play Daryl and why I never do like APM pirates because I play on mobile and tablet and the, the animations slow down for, for those way more than PC. So uh, I feel you on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we got some other nerfs uh, news <laughs> to talk about. Uh, Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We definitely have more news in the form of nerfs. Before we get into exactly what they are, I'm going to read the dev comment. Um, these nerves already are, they already are live now. Uh, the dev comment is, after two weeks of monitoring the rapidly evolving United in Stormwind launch metagame, we're making a few balance changes to slow down the speed of the game 
by a turn or two. Overall, this translates to two things. Limiting the efficiency at which combo decks can assemble the pieces they need to win, and reducing the burst damage that board-based decks have access to from hand. We hope that these changes will give a bit more room for slower strategies to find success in this meta. And we'll continue to keep an eye on the live game to see if any further changes are needed. So, as I said, these nerfs are live. They went live on Tuesday. And let's just jump right into them. Our first one is one that I feel like everyone's been asking for for a long time, basically since its incarnation. <laughs> the, the very first one is Mage's Encanter's Flow. So Encanter's Flow has gone from two mana up to three mana. The text remains the same at reduce the cost of spells in your deck by one. So this will still have the exact same effect, but it is now coming a turn later. How do we feel that this is going to affect Mage in Wild? Are we still going to be running this? I mean, it's a good card. You really want to play it on two. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, what happens if you draw it later in the game? Like, would you still play it? I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean... It's a good card. I don't know. I assume it still sees play in standard. I'm not sure. I think yes. like Mozaki's got hit pretty hard because now it's lost in Canner's Flow and it's lost um, Refreshing Springwater. And so, you know, I mean, we, we've been saying, we've been predicting that this card was going to get nerfed for months now. And so yeah. I'm not surprised. I think it's still probably a good card, but it hurts the deck a lot. Yeah, in standard, it does pretty much what the dev comment said. Like it, it keeps the questline mage still viable, but it slows it down a little bit, right? Um, in I, in wild though, mm. uh, our decks are so fast that it just—I'm not gonna say kills it, but it hurt it pretty bad. Yeah, it's tis but a flesh wound. <laughs> It's it's a pretty deep flesh wound. <laughs> yeah. Hey, one thing real quick. I For anybody who is listening to the audio version, we do have um, graphics up on the screen while we're talking about these. And so I always recommend watching either watching live or watching the YouTube version just because we've, you know, you can actually see the, the cards. You can see the changes and stuff. And I did want to say a big thank you to our friend Emic who provided the images here. Um, did a great job. And uh, really appreciate the the help. So, thank you, Emic hey, OP. Yeah, appreciate <laughs> yeah. that. Shmoopy mommy, have you seen? Have you encountered this card? And and like, have you raged about it yet? Because that's what we always. It's like no, well, they always play it on two. It's not fair, especially as aggro. I hate seeing encounters <laughs> flow as aggro. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't faced a ton of mages, um, but I did encounter this card, and I was like. I, I played a little mage in standard before I moved over to wild. So I was like, oh, this is great because it reduces the cost of your spells. Um, but right. They said that correctly. Um, mm -hmm. But I most of the time I do fine against a mage, except I, I don't remember. I, did you say like Mizaki? Is that how you say that? Um, that one destroyed me once. Mm -hmm. Like I played maybe once or twice, but I've I've seen so many 
pirate warriors and warlocks that mm-hmm. um I haven't seen a lot of the mage, but I have I have encountered the card. Um I don't have enough experience to be sure, but I would definitely think it would slow them down if uh they can't get that out right away cuz that that was one of the that was one of the games the first time I encountered it where I was like how did I die and how did they just play like 50 cards at once? <laughs> um and I was really confused. That that's that's probably <laughs> my best description. <laughs> it feels bad. That it, is the it completely feels... appropriate reaction to <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Confusion is a common one here. So yeah. that's correct. That's, well, that's it feels bad when it happens to you and I don't know. That happened to me last week in THL. Um Sick Lad was playing the Mozaki deck and he comboed off on turn five and it was like five. what? So turn like turn one was coin encounters flow turn two was encounters flow and it was like what what like i couldn't i just i thought i had one like i had lethal in hand and on turn five he played he played mozaki and then he biscuited out a sorcerer's apprentice and i was like oh i've won this he's started to combo too early he's not going to be able to do this like he's baiting me and then he killed me and i was like what just happened like i just i wasn't even mad i was just so shocked um <laughs> well, yeah, i was you, like oh. if you think you're safe now you're <laughs> only safe until rotation because there's a chance that they could revert it i don't know like they have been reverting cards when they're rotating into wild so it could it could go back yeah that was something else I, I learned was to be suspicious when they're not doing a lot and I'm like waiting for the storm because again, that was one of those ones where I was like, they're not doing a lot. Like, are you a bot? Are you like, what are you, what's happening? <laughs> and then it like exploded and they took me from like full health to zero. And I was like, that's a thing. Like what? <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. And again, like Schmoopy daddy's like, oh yeah, that's blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, learn something new. Um, so I haven't encountered it a lot, but it, it definitely, I'm, I'm happy it's slower. That's yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. I, I do think that it probably will be reverted when it rotates. Um, so Encanter's Flow came out with Ashes of Outland, which was the very first um, expansion of last uh, standard year, right? Right, um, right, right. So since it turn it lasted so long in standard without getting nerfed they've done this thing relatively recently when things rotate they unnerf them since this one lasted so long i imagine that this will see the unnerf um not hammer but axe (laughs) whatever you want to call it i wouldn't be surprised at all yeah and uh yeah i wouldn't be too surprised i'm always anxious to you know, to get a little shake up. And so, yeah, we'll see. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if this one got reverted. When is rotation anyways? I always get confused. Like as a wild player, predominantly um, rotation always surprises me. I'm just never ready for it. Like March ish. Okay. If I recall correctly, we just had it not too long ago. So yeah. With the last expansion, not, not the one that we just had, not United in Stormwind, but the previous one. Mm, the forge and the barons. barons. Yeah. Oh, I guess you're yeah. right. 
I don't the time standard is at a five this set is, meta right now. This has been such a weird year with like the pandemic and everything that like time has just all melded together and it's just been like a big long I, I don't even know what to call it. Like it's been it's been an experience, that's for it, sure. Definitely. Can yes. confirm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's let's move on to our next one. Um, So our next card that got the nerf hammer is the Demon Hunter Legendary Ilganoth. So it is changing in a couple of different ways. It now, instead of uh, costing four, it is moving to six cost. And it's health and attack are changing. So instead of a two six, it is now going to be a four eight. So it is being nerfed in the mana cost wise by being two more. And I feel like Blizzard was like, okay, well, I mean, that's really, really bad. So maybe let's give it a bigger butt and a little more attack to make it feel a little better. But uh, I feel like our standard or wild, if you are playing this deck in wild, um, Ben from work was right. Um, OTK Demon Hunter is going to have a bit of a rough time that's the goal i mean i think they're just trying to slow it down and it was never oppressive in wild to begin with so i don't i don't really care about this oh yeah yeah in standard it was pretty oppressive but but in wild yeah we we weren't seeing this already and um in standard i thought it was going to basically kill the deck but it just changed its play pattern ever so slightly um i I've seen a few lists at least that are running glide so that once they complete their quest line, then they can put Ilganoth back in their deck so that they draw it and it instead of costing six, costs four, like it should. <laughs> yeah. So this is another one that I can see being unnerfed when it rotates and while standard was pretty oppressed by by OTK Demon Hunter. We already weren't, so I I don't think this will be an issue if and when they unnerf, um, <laughs> drop the unnerf mallet on Ilganoth, uh, that whenever it rotates our way, uh, we'll be fine with it. Yeah, whatever. This this is a, you know, it's a standard. Ben'll, Ben'll be Bommy, did you ever come across this at all in your your month of playing Wild? I don't think I have. Okay, I, I think you would. It. I think you would remember because you go from being fine to dead really quick. <laughs> that's that's happened to me a bunch, but and it's usually kind of blurry. But um, I don't recognize that card, so I'm gonna say no. Yeah, that completely tracks for our format for sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's move on to our next one. A uh, card that has already seen a nerf already. So Dark Glare got hit again. Yep. So Dark Lair is going from two mana to three back to its original stats. It is going to be a three mana, three, four. So it is going up by a mana and it is going up in stats by one, both on its attack and health. And um, yeah, so this one is a little controversial. I know that some people have completely cut it in their lists and other people are still running it and saying that it's completely fine. So what do you guys think? I crafted it in gold because, uh, I was (laughs) able to dust the, uh, the originals for, 
full full refund cost and, and yeah and then get these so i didn't i didn't remember it being a three four uh that's funny I I, yeah. I I didn't recall that. The card is just good, and I don't know. I mean, Warlock has been insane, and I've tried to just avoid it because it's so oppressive. But, like, I don't know. It, I don't want to. We'll get there later, but I still think that the class as a whole might get hit. I don't know. This slows it down by a turn is really what it happens. And yeah. I don't think that it really matters because the new quest line is so good that... It doesn't make that big of a difference, and sure, include this card. Don't include this card. Like the deck is still bonkers. So you can also discount it and play it for like one mana anyway, right? Yeah. So, so for context, back in the day, uh, Dark Glare was a three mana three four. But after your hero took a damage, it refreshed two mana crystals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So whenever they nerfed it, they halved it to only one mana crystal, but made it a two mana two three and now they kept it with the one mana crystal but bumped its stats and cost back up to three mana three four um and dark glare at the very least recently hasn't been the big culprit <laughs> recently being since the uh united and Stormwind dropped right um the the quest line has been what's what's been oppressive uh for us because of gestures broadly at all of the ways that we can damage our own hero in wild <laughs> there's so many there's so many yeah yeah so i i've still seen dark glare run in a lot of the those quest line lists and i've seen it cut in some others it seems like a fine nerf but uh, dark glare surprisingly was no longer the culprit <laughs> Um, for for our warlock uh, woes in in our format, so it, this like, hasn't changed a whole lot. Yeah, whether you're running it or you're not, the, that deck is still winning. Like, it, it, they're still great, whether it, it's in the deck or whether it's not. It, that uh, quest line is just—it's insane how fast it can happen. It really is, and like some of them, they're not yeah. even running giants in some of the, the lists. They're just gone. They're just—they don't care at all it's literally just about getting that damage completing the quest and just doing all that damage to themselves which is actually coming at you and if it's in fatigue well (laughs) you're screwed (laughs) because then they can just yeah it's it's pretty insane i i I like to call that warlock fight club warlock Yeah, I have mixed feelings on this one. Honestly, I just don't I don't feel like it even matters. And you know, people started exploring like the different version of the Questline Warlock. Like, okay, fine, we're just gonna OTK like we're just gonna mill all of our cards and you take all the damage and we don't even need this card anymore. And and mm. maybe you run it and maybe you don't. And it's like I, I mean I don't know this new, yeah, the new version with cataclysm and the, all the discard mechanics, like wh- what? And watching Goku do it on turn five yesterday was like, it's, it's insane. I, I briefly read through Dean's AMA that was going on at the start of the show. And it looks like Warlock might get hit again. Cause he recognized that it's like, it's the power level is too high right now. So we'll Perfect. see. We'll see. Um, Anyways, Especially in I, our format. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, in particular, I think... I mean, yeah, he was talking about Wild in particular. There was a lot of comments about it tonight. So um, 
It's t- it's yeah. definitely tilting because it feels uh, uninteractive, right? I mean, I think it's just the yeah, okay, you you sit here and you know you try to win and you can't really do anything, and they just play all their cards and they, I, I mean, it's almost like, gosh, I don't even know how to describe it. It's 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 pretty degenerate though. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's move on to our next card. Uh, This isn't something that we quite often see in our format, but uh, Battleground Battlemaster is receiving a nerf um, from a 5-mana 5-5 with the text Adjacent Minions have Wind Fury to 6-mana. So it is going up 1-mana to 6-mana 5-5. Adjacent Minions have Wind Fury. So... Not exactly something we're super concerned about. What is turn six? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I saw people experimenting with it in even Warlock. I mean, it's kind of fringe, right? Um, hmm. And if it ever... Yeah, I think it, it can go in even, even lock. I think people were talking about... We'll get to it in a minute, but... Maybe we'll see it like even Paladin come back. Maybe uh, I want it to, but I, yeah, I it's, I so. mean, in, with the way things are at the moment, it's not going to happen, but at some point, maybe, I mean, but this was, I think it was just, it, it, it was kind of a feels bad in standard where you play conviction and buff to like little you know, little tiny cards that are huge now, and now you drop this, and they both have Wind Fury, and then you just die from nowhere. Um, that's that's a wild. That's what I expect in wild, but not in standard. And so that's why I got hit. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> pretty much, right? Yeah. So, I mean, this time a week ago, I was running both Battleground Battlemaster and Conviction in my Odd Paladin, and uh, I mean, a. I beat Odd Law with Odd Paladin. So <laughs> not just Odd Paladin, right? But uh yeah, it was strong even in our format back then, specifically back then a week ago. Um, specifically because it was odd cost. Um, and specifically because of conviction also being odd cost and both of them being able to be played in Odd Paladin. But outside of that, like I guess some of the um Questline Warlock would sometimes run this whenever they have giants and can do a whole lot of burst damage, but yeah, the the only, the, the big change for this, because I, I think those Questline Warlocks are still running Battleground Battlemaster, but we can't run in an odd paladin anymore. Yeah. So. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, this is this is for standard, really. For sure. Okay. Well, our next card is Kolkar Pack Runner. So Kolkar Pack Runner has been kind of one of the front runners in the aggro face hunter deck. Uh, it just allows you to flood the board and just steal the board from the very beginning of the game and seemed unfair. So it is going from a two mana two three to a three mana three four. So increasing the cost, but uh, at the same time, you get that attack and you get that health, trying to keep it a little fair. Now, this is now an odd cost card, so <laughs> got to look at it at, at that way. But um, do you think we're going to see any play with this at three mana sheet? I I don't, specifically because whenever 
right now we're we're running odd and or uh specifically odd quest line mm-hmm. hunter um yeah that does run a lot of spells but typically it runs almost exclusive ex- exclusively spells except for baku right um because you want to maximize your potential to actually deal damage with spells so that you can complete your quest line so that you can do do raza hunter things yeah right um we weren't seeing a whole lot of cold car pack runner before and even with the the nerf which could theoretically be a buff uh in, in our format since it's now odd um I, I we weren't seeing this in wild already and i i don't think we will now this was very 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 good in standard and it's still okay in standard like like it was a nudge and it was an effective nudge but mm-hmm. but yeah that this was not uh really impactful for our format very much at all um in my opinion what do you think bud yeah i i do like that it's the odd cost because you know like we are running all those spells let's pretend that we are going to put it in the odd quest hunter like it would allow you to flood the board and whatnot but it's right like because you're playing so many now you can flood the board with these hyenas that have rush and you could use those rush minions to clear off whatever your opponent may have right so a bit of a dual purpose there um be just because of the fact that you're gonna be able to flood the board you can still do some clearing and i think that could be cool whether like it's slow seems to be the problem because now you're spending three mana uh when you could just be doing those spells and completing your quest yeah right so because you want to complete that quest as soon as possible. Like you really do because you want to just end up rosing the face over and over and over again. So it could be counterproductive, but at the same time, it could really help in a bit of a more board-based aggro meta when you want to clear stuff off. So I don't know if we're going to see it, but most likely not. <laughs> uh, I will say... Most of these nerfs, um, I'm, I don't see any rogue ones, so that's really good for you, Schmoopy Mommy. <laughs> My deck was unaffected, and I was pretty happy about that. I did want to, um, you know, I don't want to take too much time on it, but going back to Dark Glare, um, that was a card I saw a lot. I faced a lot of warlocks, and mm. I was confusing Schmoopy Daddy because I was like, yes, it's a warlock. And he was like, what do you mean? Like, this is. Everyone hates them. They're terrible. And I was like, yeah, but I think, I think my deck is kind of unassuming and they deal like I'm seeing now, now that people are not dealing as much damage to themselves. They're kind of like damage healing, damage healing, but, um, or, or life stealing, I guess I should say. Mm -hmm. But initially, like I would say a lot of my climb was beating warlocks because they were dealing so much damage to themselves and I'm just here with my 1-1 pirates and they're kind of ignoring me and then I would just burn their face off and they were like, <laughs> and then yeah. that was it. So like I was, I was confused when I was like, yeah, warlocks. And he was like, no, no, nobody likes the warlocks. They're the bane of everybody's existence except mine apparently. So that's right. Um, no, I, I love really... trying, to, trying to race them down when I'm playing aggro. Like that's, that's fun for me. So, Turn five yeah. is usually my kill for them, and I definitely notice if I get to six or seven and they finish the quest line, like then I'm in trouble. Um, and I've I've definitely lost some games like that, but like most of the time, 
I feel like I do really well against them and I'm like, it's a good matchup for me. So, you know, now that I've given away all my secrets, go play some scimitar rogue. You can beat some warlocks in this meta. Hey, that's uh, great. It's really nice whenever your and and, and your opponent's game plans align because your (laughs) opponent's game plan is to deal damage to their own face. And your game plan is to deal damage to to their their own face. (laughs) Yeah, I loved that. I was like, you're helping me out here. Like, you know, and as soon as they get into that, like, 16, 12 range, I know I can usually, I usually by turn five have enough in my hand to take it home. But um, not always, you know, depends on draw and all that good stuff. But, um, yeah, they like I said, I have a harder time with, like, Taxes Paladin or Questline Druids um, than I do. Like, when when I queue into those, I'm just like, why? (laughs) <laughs> and I, I do it anyway because I feel like the only way I'm going to learn. Like I was really struggling with um with pirate warrior, which by the way I kept saying warrior pirate and and Shmoopy Daddy kept laughing at me. So I keep <laughs> <laughs> I have to remind myself it's alphabetical. It's pirate warrior. So I'll pause every time I say it because I'm thinking P before W. Um. So anyway, I was losing those games a lot, and because they were just overwhelming me too quickly, especially with the quest line and and. I've gotten better at matching that now. So like I'm, I'm constantly trying to adjust, but again, that's like, that's my learning style is like, I'm going to, I'm going to watch them and try to learn from it. Yeah. And go from there. But dark glare, I saw a ton of, and for a while I was really striving to take it out. But then, like I said, I realized that they're just, they're damaging themselves so much that I'm just going to hit their face as much as possible. Cause by turn five, I can usually finish it off. So Get em. That, was, that was my bit. Cause the rest of these cards I haven't, I haven't seen it all in in my run the last two cards yeah yeah well one thing that you will notice as you continue to play hearthstone is when we get these nerfs 99 percent of the time they are not for wild they they nerf around the standard meta right and then so unless in extreme cases when it's the meta is extremely warped and toxic then they will do wild nerfs or sometimes it's like a byproduct of they, they they've nerfed standard and woohoo it helped us in wild right so yeah yeah take what you can get yeah yeah you take what you can get but yeah you got off you got off lucky this time none of your rogue cards have been nerfed so th- there is that sad moment when your favorite deck does get nerfed and um luckily i think you're going to be okay with that deck for a while i don't think there's any people out with pitchforks trying to destroy rogue right now so yeah I don't we've talked so. about that in our house that like i would be really frustrated if especially if i spent like actual money on some of this stuff like because right now i'm just playing a free you know you know we made it out of whatever i had um if you're spending money on this and you're you're cultivating your deck and you're you're learning it because like i put time into learning this deck and how it works and making it better and then you lose a card that's integral to your to deck. Like I would be mad about that for sure. Because this, uh, Shmoopy Daddy had to explain this whole thing to me too. Because I was like, "What do you mean they're nerfing cards? What it like? What does that mean? What? Did, why do they do this?" I didn't know until uh, a few minutes ago that they could also undo that. Um, so again, mm-hmm. always always learning, always learning something. The so. terminology is so funny. Nerfs, nerfs, and buffs. It's like, where do we get this stuff from, right? <laughs> so, so we get nerf from from the uh, 
the the ball company that that has all of the like, <laughs> the football like the nerf the, guns the nerf guns the nerf, and the, gun. the nerf guards yeah. right right yeah is yeah. it exactly. actually from that i have no clue <laughs> I'm like, no way what are you talking about i just said it so confidently that i <laughs> cannot be It'd be funny buff comes from bodybuilder obviously yeah. yeah no no yeah okay so but but yeah no i'm i'm looking at it up on urban dictionary that's so you can tell i'm old okay to weaken or make less dangerous taken from the nerf brand name which makes sports equipment toys out of a soft foam uh sports equipment toys that's the exact terminology equipment toys yeah yeah example given that the nerf football is soft foam rather than the hard leather of a real football used frequently in the context of computer game balance changes there you go soften the card thanks urban dictionary <laughs> wow so I'm, I'm actually I... <laughs> sorry no. I teaching you need urban dictionary or, or just ask like, like teenagers are always using new slang words and i'm just like i'm old now can you just explain this to me like i don't i don't know what's happening anymore yeah or two like they look at me and they either think i'm 21 or they think i'm like 175 so um you know like kids have no perception of age so it's i understand i also am an urban dictionary old person yeah i i have a 12 year old so he says a lot of weird gen z stuff that i have to look up <laughs> oh the yeah. internet everybody yeah. all these kids all these kids these days but then again we said a lot of weird things when we were kids too so i mean For sure. my yeah, dad my dad used to make fun of me because i would say word word <laughs> and so he yeah. would walk around and he'd say that all the time word like making fun of me <laughs> so i guess we sound just as stupid as our kids so there you uh -huh. go um, so, yep speaking of cards that you didn't see in wild already right so we got another one <laughs> granite forgeborn this card is a good card but uh, not something you see too much in wild. It is a four mana four or five with an insane battle cry that reads reduce the cost of elementals in your hand and deck by one. Now the nerf does not affect this whatsoever. It has gone down in health by one to a four mana four four. So its effect is still the exact same. In my opinion, this was played a lot for the effect. It had a great Yeti body, but uh, does it seem to change a whole lot? It's easily traded into now than it used to be, but I mean, not a card that we see too much in Wild, and I, I don't think, like, what was this? We need to nerf something in Shaman, so let's just, um. you know... This is a like standard. I this is a standard thing. The card is is really good. You know what's crazy? I mean, you can tell that the format is like degenerate when like this card is good enough to be like a legendary, and it's only a rare, and it's still not played in wild because it's just not good enough. Like yeah. And and what's crazy is in standard because you know I play a fair amount of standard. Um, this didn't affect the the play pattern of the card at all. 
like well, no, you, you play it for the battle cry right you don't play it for the stats yeah, like totally. not only do you play it for the battle cry but like a, a four mana four five okay a four mana four four okay like it's still sticking about as much maybe slightly less sticky but like it's uh, obviously you're you're playing it for the effect and it's still a decent stat line like i i guess they had some like internal background data on the card that that we didn't have but like it it hasn't changed how stand how people in standard are playing the card like at all yeah, no, this is a non-issue for us. I'm really curious about the next two because I think the next two are ones that we really will be uh, wild centric. Um, yeah, you yes. you called you called this one as an excellent card, Nate, and that is conviction. So conviction is or was a one mana card that basically gave you lethal all the time uh give a random (laughs) friendly minion plus three attack and then it upgraded as you went along to giving three random friendly minions plus three attack so nine extra attack and it has been nerfed to a two mana cost so rip odd pally you can no longer play this with all your dudes in odd paladin so that's super sad because you know it it's an epic i know you get your dust back but it's sad that you can no longer run it in odd paladin i think odd paladin was a fine deck before this card existed but even paladin (laughs) question mark (laughs) i think i think this will get reverted when it rotates for sure like because it was never like odd paladin is just i mean it's a it's a solid deck it's been around for a long time it's good but it's it's never been oppressive i mean well tell that to reaver ryan but i mean (laughs) (laughs) but but like i don't think that it was a problem i mean we'll talk about it in a minute but like when you know 30 40 50 percent of the meta is playing warlock decks like who cares about paladin um so you know i i this i think this the reason for this nerf was because conviction combined with the battle master whatever that gave stuff wind fury um was just too they're trying to discourage burst damage from out of nowhere in standard and uh it's just not a thing for us in wild so whatever yeah i so i think what what really what happens is that our meta is tweaked even more because the paladin decks that were being played, I think now will all be that kind of death and taxes paladin versus, Mm -hmm. you know, versus odd paladin because this was so good in that deck. And, uh, even the, what is it called? Knight of anointment or whatever that one mana one, one is Mm -hmm. the draw holy spell. Like, okay, now, now, uh, it doesn't pull this anymore either. Um, and so it's just a, I don't know, kind of sad, kind of sad. But, um, you know, I guess we'll see uh, what happens yeah. at rotation. So, yeah, this one hit us pretty hard. I don't think it uh, is definitely a standard nerf. but well. yeah. Standard nerf that got us, you know, by accident, I feel. Yeah. Convic- I can definitely see this being uh, getting the unnerf mallet whenever it rotates. But um, this came out with forged in the barons so this won't rotate for a long time 
Oh boy. Yeah, yeah until like March of 2023. Oof. So Ooh. it'll be a while. <laughs> Ouch. I can see it being unnerved whenever it happens, but yeah, there will probably be better things to be doing by the time that that happens. That said, a one mana pyroblast is a one mana pyroblast. So I can still see it happening whenever it works its way in and, 2023 yeah you really made that sound so far in the future it that's yeah i mean it, it kind of is though <laughs> yeah it's almost two years away <laughs> yeah because it's just a brand new card basically okay well we have one last nerf and it's another to warlock and flesh giant got hit it is no longer eight mana it retained its stats because it's a giant it is an eight eight still but it is now a nine mana giant with the same te text that um costs one less for every time your hero's health has changed during your turns so is it really really that hard to discount this when it's only one more mana is this that big should it have been nerfed a little more I think it would have been really cool if it was 10 mana. That way it could go an even lock because even lock is something that I would love to see actually be solid and return. But it doesn't seem like it's that big of a hit. Uh, Nate, what do you think? This is not a nerf. <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> I don't I don't think yeah. this, this, is, this doesn't change anything. Like, in order to make it more difficult it needed to be at least a not uh, at least a 10 and he, and even then like i don't think that it really changes anything like you do so much damage to yourself like it's so easy to play this for cheap yeah. like i i don't think it really cheap? makes <laughs> for sheep yeah i don't think this really makes a big difference and i don't you know whatever I I don't really have much else to say uh, about it other than that. Like, it doesn't feel like it really got hit very hard at all. Schmoopy Mommy, have you seen this card come down for zero mana, one mana quite yeah. a bit? Yeah, a ton. Um, it's actually one of, like, my most frequent screenshots of, of victory is a board of, like, four of those. Um, <laughs> but... It's usually like because I know like that it's impending doom if I don't take them out and um, if I have the opportunity to do so. That's usually I, I've seen a, an absolute ton of them, and I, I I didn't notice the change. I know they may have, but I've been seeing just as many. I would say so. So you know the meme from the office where where um, Pam says it's the same picture. <laughs> <laughs> that that is this nerf it 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 changed pretty much nothing for them either like you didn't notice a difference because they didn't notice a difference. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 it's 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 still coming down for super cheap super early no big deal and guess what there's Ray's dead and they can make more <laughs> the only difference is that you you can't play it in a even warlock so i'm sorry ben hey. and no one else was affected you're right. I didn't think about that, but but yeah. there's other things to play, anyways. I mean, whatever. 
Uh-huh. All in all, like I, I, I feel like you know, the nerfs as a whole. The only thing that really hit us was the nerf to conviction, and it just means that you can't play Odd Paladin anymore, at least not a good version of it. So, you know, yeah. Anyhow, yeah. Well, yeah. That's basically all we had for our nerfs. The meta is what we're actually going to get into and we'll talk about to see if it's actually changed. So, Nate, let's let's get into a discussion about the meta. Yeah, so real quick, I th- we did get a question from uh, a listener in Discord and so I wanted to kind of combine that the question with this just an observation about the meta and this doesn't have to be, you know, a real long conversation, but um and so uh let me first say that I, you know, I kind of took an informal poll over the past week about what people were seeing. And I got, um, oops, here we go. I got these different screenshots from people. And so was talking to, uh, so or I got these from white delight, uh, Valento pace, blue train glare, um, El Tino, and I think there was another person, but anyhow, like looking at, at all of these, like what do these pictures have in common? Like Warlock is just making up such a massive amount of the the meta here. One of them, so I'm looking at um, my notes here: thirty nine percent, fifty six percent, another fifty six percent, fifty three percent, thirty seven percent. Just like it's it it's too much. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else to say. Like it's, uh, you know, it's warping the, the meta, I suppose. And I'm, I'm not really sure what to say about it, except that it doesn't feel healthy. And I guess what it, I, I think what it kind of makes you do is then it, it's not what's a good deck in wild. It's what beats warlock. And so, okay, you play the most aggressive deck that you can. And so you got this real aggressive, like, you know, your scimitar rogue or Kingsbane rogue or pirate warrior or uh, like face hunter or some something where uh, like we were talking about earlier, they're doing a bunch of damage to yourself to themselves. And then you want to just help them along a little bit, but that's not like, I don't know. It doesn't feel native to the format. Like I haven't seen a Reno deck all month. It's crazy. Um, and so I saw two of them tonight. Wow, I'm impressed. Yeah, because, because I played against Slide in, in THL. <laughs> oh well, there you go, there you go. And so you know, it's it's uh, it's interesting. Now, I mean, we'll talk about it next week probably. Uh, I haven't had a chance to really look over Ixar's AMA, but this was brought up many times tonight, and he mentioned it a little bit, saying that you know, if if it's an outlier, you know, or if or extreme win rate type thing that, that it might get some adjusting. And so we'll see. I mean, I don't really know what to say about it aside from that. Um, I just, you know, in, in looking at these, it's like, Whoa, that's, that's too much. That's too much warlock. Uh, you know, in the perfect world, this, this pie graph is, is at least somewhat more spread out and we're seeing it kind of all over the place, you know, but when we're talking about, uh, you know, a third, two thirds, fifty percent, or whatever warlock. It's 
I guess two thirds is not right. Uh, but, but in some cases over 50% warlock, uh, it's just too much. Um, so yeah, I, you know, I don't know the, the win rate of the deck or, or class, but, um, it's definitely overrepresented, uh, regardless of win rate, you're running into it a disproportionate amount of the time. Like it's absurd how much you run into warlocks. Um, much to to Shmoopy Mommy's uh <laughs> benefit uh lately, which is awesome. But uh, it's a little excessive. Not gonna lie. Yeah, it's it feels it feels bad to me. So I've kind of been avoiding the format, which I don't like doing. Um. And I don't know, like, it feels weird, but like, I don't want to play against that. I don't know. Anyways, we got a question um, from Pink in our Discord. The question is, when you're climbing to Legend or in Legend, when do you decide that your pocket meta is not very nice on your current deck and decide to swap? Also, when climbing near, uh, when an expansion releases, do you play older lists you're more familiar with, uh, try to put cards in decks you're more comfortable with, or try to play with new decks. And I thought this was a really interesting question because I thought like, this is one of those where you like ask four people, get four different answers. <laughs> and like this for, for me personally, like w with all the new cards coming out and, and all this uncertainty, like that's why I hit legend on day one is because I didn't know what was in store with all these new cards and what was going to happen. And I was like, well, let me just jam this, you know, aggressive pirate warrior real quick and to, you know, get to legend and then I can goof around with the new stuff. And, but you know, some people I know wanted to wait until the new cards came out. And, and then of course, as the meta warps, as, as they're describing here, like, Oh wow. Do we change it? Do we try the new stuff? Do we, uh, it's, it's almost kind of funny. Like there is an argument to be made for, uh, and, I think we had all kind of raged about it a little bit like day one, the new expansion drops, everyone is playing, you know, experimenting with their new cards. And then someone jumps on and plays like old pirate warrior with no new cards or old secret mage with no new cards. And <laughs> it just does really well because they're playing against a, a bunch of untested new stuff. Uh, so I, you know, I don't know what the perfect answer is for me. Uh, I mean, I know what I did. I'm not super proud of it. it was but like, <laughs> but but anyways, I mean, what sheep? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it kind of depends on the expansion release, really. Like, um, especially in in our format for Wild. Um, so this past go around, you know, the the new expansion released, and I ended up pushing for Legend after the expansion released with Questline Pirate Warrior, which is a pretty different build of Pirate Warrior from the previous ones, right? Um, it's just the the deck in the, the new meta that resonated with me. It's a, a, a very different kind of aspect. Um, whereas with Forge in the Barrens, whenever that released, I ended up hitting Legend with Aggro Druid because it was just still good and still fun and, and, and still well-situated in the meta. So it... Like, it's kind of a cop-out answer, but it depends, right? Like, uh, if there's a particular deck in a given meta after an, an, an expansion releases that resonates with me, then I, I will play that deck. And I'm 
whenever I'm playing a deck, I'm playing it on ladder. And if I haven't hit legend yet, then I'm probably climbing. Um, so kind of depends on, on the, on the expansion. Um, this one, I did it with, with a new deck last one. I didn't. So it, it depends. <laughs> How about you, Hydra? So for me, when we get these new releases, I, I, I do my experimenting, not necessarily in wild. I like to observe wild and play the stuff that I'm comfortable with. I don't just go jam secret mage. Trust me. I don't do that, <laughs> but um, I will stick with what I know for a while. And then I like to see how the meta is shaping up, what other people are playing, what decks I'm now losing to. And I get to see what is kind of good. And then I will adapt after. So I don't necessarily just jump on every new card right away in wild. Where I do go to experiment with the new cards just because they have the bigger impact is I will hop into standard and I'll just make a full standard deck with a whole bunch of new cards and like to see their interaction, you know, how they work and, and, and have fun with it there. But as for wild, like I said, I will quite often stick with what I know for a little bit and then watch the meta evolve. And then I will kind of decide where I'm going, what direction I'm going to take. That's a bit of a, like, the, it's so fun when you get the new cards and want to do new things. But like for me, the new cards have such a low impact in general in Wild that you don't get to fully experience them. So that's why I will go do that in Standard. But then we get things like this with quest lines and, well, holy crap, right? Like that. <laughs> there fully... are a lot. <laughs> it's an outlier, but. Yeah, exactly. They're yeah, a lot so, better than I thought they were going to be, too. Uh, yeah. yeah. And so, and, and then we got other cool things, like we have the uh, Shadow Priest, which is another deck you can play, right? Like, the whole, basically a new archetype, which is really, really cool. So I do think that that's pretty neat that this expansion had an immediate effect on Wild. Sometimes we don't see change at all for the longest time in a row. But, uh, yeah, that's how I handle it usually. Um, yeah. I'm really excited uh, for you, Shmoopy Mommy, whenever you continue to build your collection and then whenever a new expansion releases and you're like, oh, I want to play with that new shiny thing. Like, that's going to be re really fun for you. I'm, I'm really excited the, the further you get in, in, into the game. For it, too. I mean, I feel like, again, it's, it, there's so much and then it's ever changing which is is good to keep people i guess engaged um and i could see like you know i i haven't experienced this i couldn't give advice on it but listening to you guys talk about how like you know you can use a deck that you know and that you're familiar with and then you can play with these new things and you have these different experiences like it seems like it's something that um you know they they keep it interesting you know it's it's not like i'm going to kind of um get bored i know sometimes that might happen for for people who've been playing a long time um but it, it seems like they're trying to you know keep it moving so mm -hmm. it's good. absolutely fun. they're definitely keeping it fresh right like every once in a while they drop a bomb like this quest line warlock or stealer or something that it's like 
All right, Wild. You wanted you you wanted something crazy. Here's something crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you guys bored? Hmm? I saw I saw a meme earlier. I think someone posted it in the Discord, but it was something to the effect of like, uh, yeah, okay, here it is. It was like, it was about the about the uh, it's it's yeah, Warlock's illustrious career in Wild, and it's that meme of like the the bartender from The Simpsons like throwing out the you know, the person from the bar, then they just come back through the back door and get thrown out again. Right. And it was like <laughs> Naga sea witch and then snip snap and then uh, darkest hour and then tiller and then stealer of souls. And now it's the quest line and it's like, all right, what's next. <laughs> but I will say, you know, it's always fun to play with the new things and who would have thought that like the Druid quest line would be good or, you know, even the hunter one is, is not bad, and so yeah, I like I like seeing the new stuff, and I I hope that something happens to to switch things around a little bit, but yeah, we'll get there. It's a good time to get your golden warlock if you don't have it. Oh oh, we're supposed to ask how many rogue wins do you have? By the way, hold please. <laughs> yeah yeah. It's like- Four hundred something. What? Uh, hold on. How in the moment of truth. <laughs> okay, guys. I like I I I play way too much, and and like I totally know that. Um, I really do. But like I said, and it like you know I've definitely lost some games because I'm I'm multitasking and I'm not actually good at multitasking, but I do it anyway. Um. Cause like I'm always I'm always doing something. Very rarely, like the only time you'll find that I'm playing like undistracted is after the kids have gone to bed. If I have some time or energy, um, I'll do it then. But otherwise, it's like you know, just kind of throughout the day. Um, I have 433 wins. Whoa, that's, that's so cool! Oh my goodness, you're that's... gonna have a golden Valera by the end of the month. I swear. Yeah, but I need I need to reach legend before that happens because um because it just I don't know I just feel like I do again I didn't even know I wanted this you know I was just like <laughs> I'm gonna play this game with my husband and then um now I'm kind of like obsessed with it so. That's cool. Did, so did he show you like, right? I love it. I love it. So did you, I mean, did you find out like what happens when you hit 500 wins, when you hit a thousand wins? Yeah. I had to ask him a lot of questions about stuff like that. I'm like, why is their thing gold? And he is like, cause they have this many wins. And then, you know, same thing with portraits changing. And like, I had no idea how to recognize that. Something I still don't like, sometimes I'm like, wait, is this one a thousand wins? I don't, I don't know. Um, so he's, he's, he's patient. He's a, he's a teacher. He's a patient man. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) He explains a lot. Um, but yeah, nobody, nobody like tells you these things. So I didn't know why someone had a gold ring or someone did in there. That's so cool. You'll get there so soon. Their hero power. That's what I'm supposed to say. I'm supposed to use real terminology, not like, (laughs) you know, the gold circle thingy. (laughs) (laughs) I like the golden ring. I'm going to adopt that, that vernacular. That's great. We... I've got plenty of them, so <laughs> I just describe they. I you know I use descriptive words of what I see, and they uh, they sometimes come out pretty funny. So. There was <laughs> a lot of times like there's so many cards in Wild that 
I don't always use the names. It's like, oh, it's the one that says this one thing. Um, I don't even know. Like, hello, fellow hu- greetings, fellow humans. Greetings, fellow humans. Yeah. Right, right. I don't even know what that card is called. Or like, two arms, <laughs> men. <laughs> you know, two arms, men, and get down. I mean, like, I don't. Like a whole other level too because i my thing i'm always playing on my phone i don't play on my computer and um i'm always on mute because i'm holding a baby like 90 percent of the time so i uh mm-hmm. i don't even know like this one time i had my headphones on and i have the game muted but i was listening to music and if i open the app before i open my music app the sounds will turn on and i was like what is happening and he was like those are the sound effects and i was like oh okay Something else. Something else new. So, what what is oh. the the name of the guy that comes out of Noble Sacrifice? What's he actually called? I don't know. Get what down I d- guy. what I do know is that if he <laughs> if he doesn't die for whatever reason, like when he attacks, he says, "I lived." It's so funny. <laughs> it's like he hits a doomsday. Or no, wait. How could he? D- no, Wait, like if, he, he, if if there's also the uh, the secret that gives uh, the minion that that gets attacked a divine shield, yeah, or the was the mm. one that the, the one that brings it back at one health. There's and, that and the, too. The token is called Defender. By Defender. the way, I lived. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Oh man! All right. Well, we should we should move along. I think uh, maybe to our weekly challenge here. Unless anyone has any 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 other thoughts about the meta aside from our our warlock overlords and um, and <laughs> smashing them in the face, I think is is how we beat that, them. <laughs> that that is a great summary of the meta right now. Not gonna lie, <laughs> amazing summary. If you don't like the warlocks, smash them in the face. I mean, that that's it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Like, my gameplay is a little more sophisticated than that. I know, like, some people probably are like, oh, you know, like, there's no thought to it. But there is. Like, I I definitely have to be strategic, and it does depend on my draw, of course. But, like, um, I just have found a lot of, like, a lot of the time with them. I Again, I think they just think I'm unassuming. I think that's really what it is. Oh, no, trust um, me. I've been playing this game for, like, six years, and I think in that linear thing sometimes. <laughs> like... I just get a hit face, like it, and yeah, yeah, that's totally coming from me. Like I mostly like, ignore their. Yeah. This I, is how I am going to win. Yeah, like uh, you need a gameplay. Yeah, aggro definitely has a lot more decision points than than some people uh, g- give it credit for. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, when to trade, when to go face, when to value trade, etc. Um, it it's the, every turn has a lot of decision points, which is fun i agree i agree all right well let's transition then sheep can i pass it over to you for the weekly challenge absolutely so last week's challenge from podcast episode 73 was in order of diablo 2 how many skeletons can you summon and stick to the board at the same time so they could be on your side and your opponent's side, which is w- w- why the winner uh, had more than seven. Um, in the event of a tie, the num- oh, in the number of skeletons, then we would look at stats. Um, th- that didn't end up coming into play for this one. So uh, any cards that have the word skeleton in the title 
count towards your overall total. So the winner, back, back in with the crown, is our friend Kenray. So yeah, Kenray, congratulations on amassing eleven skellymen. That's a pretty large skeleton match. army. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It was incredible. So a, a, there was like a back and forth. Like Jordan set the bar with seven, and later that night, like he was usurped with an eight, and and it got up to eleven. Like eleven Skellymen. There are only fourteen total possibilities. Like that's incredible. So kudos, Kenray. This uh, one really did go to eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Great Spinal Tap reference. <laughs> so congratulations, Kenray, on turning it up to 11. Not just 10, but 11. Very nice. So you you win two packs on us. And of course, the more important goal, the, the more important uh, a reward is bragging rights. Right. So Kenray, back on top. Yep. I'm not surprised, but <laughs> great work as always. Happy to see it. And we didn't give any clues, so it took a while for them to uh, discover the whatever this two-headed ogre thing is called that generates uh, the the two twos on your opponent's board. So, anyways, good games by all. That was that was a lot of fun to watch uh, the progress. All right, absolutely. So that brings us to this week's challenge. This week's challenge was proposed by the spouse of Shmoopy Mommy. Um, so this week's challenge is to make the best core-only deck to climb the apprentice ranks. You don't have to climb the apprentice ranks yourself, but core-only deck to climb the apprentice ranks. So bonus points if you can build something that someone can use from game one. So no unlocked cards. That That's bonus points. Um, so definitely a judgment call. So Schmoopy Daddy will will help us in evaluating um, all of the these decks. So jump into either, you know, the, the playhearthstone.com uh, deck builder, or, you know, these are all core cards you, that, that you should have from, from the get-go. Jump into your collection manager. Uh, pull it that way as well share it with us in the discord um in the uh contest entries section of the born to be wild discord that is how you will enter to possibly win so the judge for this go around is schmoopy daddy to determine what is the most viable deck of core cards only to climb the apprentice ranks i love it nice. yeah he says here free cards of any kind are legal rewards track or otherwise so there you go any i feel like this was total bait just to get me to make another account <laughs> 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 like totally <laughs> uh I, I hear you have three well i i play on three servers but then i also have these other accounts tied to other email addresses that I play on also and I don't know why I do it. <laughs> it's not healthy. In it, the words no of the late great Billy Mays. But wait, there's more. <laughs> yeah, there is. Like, and I, I just Sometimes I'm like, I want to start from the beginning again and then I do and I go through the apprentice ranks and I, I don't know why I do it. 
And then the the problem is they got this rewards track in the 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 daily quest and the weekly quest, and then you get addicted. And you're like, I have to complete them all. So I mean, if you don't need to, don't do it. Nobody needs to. Just don't do it. I'll leave it at that. That's been my strat, but I <laughs> very much uh, respect your 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 grind and your hustle for acquiring the card collection on three different servers. That's incredible. So, again, th this week's challenge. Make the best core set or free card only deck that you can. Submit it to the contest entries section of our Discord, and our buddy Schmoopy Daddy will evaluate and come up with the winner for this week. Nice. Nice. Very cool. And of course, the winner gets two packs on us and the more valuable reward of bragging rights. <laughs> of course. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, that pretty much wraps it up for our show tonight. Before we call it an evening, I did want to say a couple of thank yous, primarily to the patrons of our show. Um, and so Shokunin, the executive producer of our show, thank you so much for all of your support. Uh, we, we really appreciate you as well as our other patrons. So big shout outs to Disruptor108, Claudette G, Daniel B, Wildcard, Aramorn, Ben from work, Turtle Boy and Number Theory, thank you all very much for your continued support. It uh, it actually it means a ton to us, and we really appreciate it. If anybody out there who is watching or listening is interested in supporting the show financially, you can visit our website at borntobewildhs.com. If you click the Find Us page, there's a link to our Patreon. There's plans as little as a dollar a month if that's something that you're interested in doing, but please do not feel obligated to at all. Um, it's something that helps, but it, I don't want anyone to feel like uh, they need to do it. Uh, lastly, if you're somebody who's on Twitch a lot and you want to use our emotes, uh, if you subscribe to our channel here, we've got several emotes that you can unlock to use in other people's channels. So super cool. Um, anyways, I, I think the the largest thank you here is to Schmoopy Mommy for donating your time tonight to hang out with us. Uh, it was really great to to talk to you and to... Um, kind of hear all your stories, hear about the game from kind of a new player perspective. And again, I want to congratulate you on like just the amount of progress that you've made in like one month is incredible. Just absolutely incredible. I think you have um, outgunned all of us by far. I mean, you've weighed, made way more progress than any of us. I And so it's, it's super cool and, and uh, sounds like a fun time kind of bonding with your spouse and uh, so yeah, thank you so much for coming on and hanging out with us tonight. Thank you so much for having me. I was, again, just stunned to be invited and I was really excited for it and I had a wonderful time hanging out with you guys. So um, I appreciate it and I'll, I'll, I'm sure Schmoopy Daddy will keep updating you guys as we go through this. So um, oh, can't thank wait. you so much and for having me. It's, it's only a matter of time before you hit legend. It's normal to feel uh, that kind of ladder anxiety. We all get that. But mm -hmm. I, yeah, I just want to assure you that you're doing absolutely like incredible and you're gonna outrank him by far. It's it's only it's only a matter of time, and uh, you will you will get there. That's uh, incredible. <laughs> yes, Thanks, astonishing. Guys. Um, 
yeah anyways if you know if you're ever interested we do have a discord uh channel that uh we've got a bunch of people who kind of hang out there and and chat about the game um and post decks and stuff and so if you're ever in the mood to to uh to interact with us you're more than welcome to join and anybody else listening or watching for that matter we'd always love to have you and um yeah it was just really great to hear your experiences and and uh the progress that you're making super cool Awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to share it and I hope that I, I made sense and I got the terminology right and uh, all that good stuff. But I'm sure it is. It's weird to see it from because you guys are so, you know, you've been doing this a while. So it's it's probably weird to see it from the, that beginner stage again with the lack of knowledge. I'm, I'm acquiring it as I go. It's really good, though, to see that perspective, because I think we've all been in it for such a long time that it's easy to forget. Mm-hmm. Um but but we were all there. We were all there at one point. It's it's kind of been a while, but like, it's yeah. yeah. No, it's it's easy to forget. And uh, I remember I remember listening to podcasts when I first started playing. Like the Angry Chicken is one that's been around since the start, and they would say words that I did not understand whatsoever, like tempo and aggro and mid range, just basics like that. And I'm like, I don't know what any of this means. <laughs> So, like, yeah. totally feel yeah. It's it's been a long time, and it's like so completely like understand the whole thing. I had to Google so many words. I actually would sit here because I didn't have anybody to ask. I didn't even have Hearthstone friends. I was going to say I'm fortunate that I have a I have a human Google in my house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Super cool. All righty. Well. Uh, for um yeah are you uh are are you ever planning on uh like streaming your games or do, you know do you have anything that you want to promote whether it's you know social media or anything like that as of right now uh it's definitely not something i've i've thought about doing again like being a new player and just kind of like trying to find my footing um i was shocked when one of my games got recorded and i was just like oh no please gosh um and then and social media wise i might again being a teacher i know a lot of teachers do social media i kind of steer away from it to keep like my personal life and my my work life separate um but i i'm definitely interested in in you know wise decision i think from speaking from experience i think that's pretty Mm -hmm. pretty smart um so very cool very cool well, uh, but you know, did myself. I think being part of the communities is definitely something I'm interested in doing. But but no social media to promote. And I know you're trying to wrap things up, so I'll stop rambling. <laughs> sounds good. Sounds good. All right, hey sheep, where can people find you online if they would like yeah. to interact with you? Absolutely. So you can find me around the internet at Electric Sheep City at places where that fits, like Twitch, and at eSheep City at places where. You know, Electric Sheep City doesn't fit, like Twitter. How about you, Hydra? Where can people find you around this World Wide Web? You can always find me here on this podcast on Friday nights. And if you want to get in contact with me, you can always see me on Twitter and Twitch at Hydralisk underscore HS. And in our Discord, which uh, Nate did bring up earlier, I highly recommend if you're listening to the show and you're looking for a community that loves this game and loves the format of Wild, 
it's a great place to be and a great place just to chat about the game you love or about whatever else because we got a channel for everything how about you nate where can people get a hold of you yeah yeah if anyone wants to chat or hang out or co-op or whatever uh pretty active on twitter my handle there is nate wolf tcg so it's n-a-t-e-w-o-l-f-e-t-c-g um uh more importantly, you can find the show and everything related there at our website. It's born to be wild hs.com. Uh, I've been trying to keep it updated each week. And so it's current right now uh, with all of our uh, episodes and our YouTube content and stuff. And, and recently um, went through and uh, extracted all of our past lore episodes. And so if you're interested in learning the stories behind any of the cards, all of the lore episodes have their own special channel there. Uh, so that's been a lot of fun. And, um, yeah. One one final thing that we have been doing lately that I'd like to close out the show with are just some shout outs kind of uh, to members of our community. And so this week I wanted to give a big shout out to the final union from our uh, discord who has been sharing pictures of a Gundam that they're building. And it's just been fun to watch this model kind of come together uh, over the past week of all these kind of photos of of this uh you know, robot being assembled and that's been a lot of fun but even more importantly they've been playing a, a game called hollow knight that's very near and dear to my heart um which uh is super fun to also watch the progress there and they beat the radiance which is like the hidden final boss and it only took six tries which is crazy because um uh, it has taken me many more tries and i still haven't done it yet uh, i've like beat the game aside from that and so it's just super cool to watch. So congratulations and good luck on God home. Uh, Hydra, anyone you want to shout out? Yeah, I wanted to shout out Martian boo, very no well-known wild streamer. Uh, I really appreciate going into his streams because I feel like he sets a really good example uh, for myself and for anybody who, who really likes to watch somebody who, like this man is so in control of his emotions when he plays the game that it blows my mind when whenever I, I watch and I see something, somebody talk something and something where I would, you know, get upset. I need to walk around my living room. I'm like, why did that happen? He's like, all right, next game. Right. Like, <laughs> right. Like he's just, he's, yeah. he's just so calm and collected and moves on to the next game. And he's like, yep, yep. They had it like nothing I can do about it. And I just like, I always appreciate his attitude, how he takes his wins and his losses and puts perspective into things. So total shout out to Martian boo. Really appreciate your stream. Yeah. yeah. What about you sheep? Yeah. So I would like to shout out, um, odd law and slight for being class act, uh, uh opponents in our most recent, uh, wild THL matches. Um, incredible matches and incredible sportsmanship from both of those gents so big shout out to both of them um it was a pleasure doing not business but a battle <laughs> pleasure <laughs> doing battle with them <laughs> very cool very cool well and finally schmoopy mommy is is there any any shout outs or any any kind of final words that you want to offer up before we wrap up the show here uh yeah okay so shout outs to neon heron and of course schmoopy daddy because those are my uh you know my my first buddies here in hearthstone and the the people that i'm learning from and 
who have very generously welcomed me into playing with them. Um, and I, I think that's kind of it. I, again, I'm really uh, grateful to be here today, and I had a lot of fun. And uh, shout out to you guys. You're doing an awesome job. I, I think it's great. And um, thanks. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. Thank hey, you. Aww. Wiser words were never spoken, and you heard that on Born to be Wild. Hold on to your mug. We're in for a wild night. Thank you.